Yeah, they could. Hey, uh, sorry, I had to hack up a lung. I'm fighting through this for you. It's your morning ritual. Me, Garrett Lewis, KNSTAM790 Tucson's most stimulating talk. Uh, thank you for being patient. Uh, just so you know, real quick, uh, again, I spent... Uh, see, if you follow and like me on Facebook, uh, you would have known this, but uh, I spent six hours in the ER Tuesday night to Wednesday morning with my five-year-old because all of a sudden, uh, dude had 105 fever. It was going up from noon at 100.7 to... 105, I'm like, oh my God, the flu. 40, at least 40 people in the ER emergency room, uh, most of them there because of the flu. And then they tested my son for everything. X-ray, flu test negative, x-rays, no pneumonia, P-test, blood work, no infection. Cha-ching, uh, just, cha-ching, Just a cha-ching. virus. I mean, I can't blame him. Uh, but then she goes, but you never know, in two days he might have the flu. I've seen that too. I'm like, oh, thanks. Thank you very much. Uh, so like my whole family, except the... The baby, the five-month-old, I mean, he has his issues that we're figuring out, but when it comes to his, his actual health, um, uh, he is like the, uh, the, the, he's a little congested, but he's like the healthiest one in the house when it comes to that. Oh, my gosh. So there's that. Uh, morning Ritual, Gary Lewis, KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, uh, Apple, baby, holy smokes, tax reform happens, and all of a sudden Apple's like, we're going to bring back $350 billion, pay $38 billion in tax. Can we use that for the wall, by the way, the $38 billion they're just bringing over? Oh, yeah. This is the biggest story that is out there. The biggest story. Uh, second thing that I think you need to know, uh, Jeff Flake, um, from what I've read, Jeff Flake uh, gave a speech. I got an alert on my phone. Jeff Flake's fiery speech to President Trump. And I'm like, and I watch it, I'm like, if you have a problem going to sleep, forget taking like Ambien or anything else or NyQuil. You, you stole just, my idea. Yeah, just watch <laughs> Jeff Flake's speech. It's the most boring thing ever. And the best part is there were like uh, two Democrats, two senators, both Democrats, the only ones that attended his speech. Because nobody cares except for Jeff Flake as he's trying out for MSNBC uh, and the media. They were loving it. Only two senators showed up to hear what that idiot had to say. <laughs> we'll have low lights. Uh, third thing, and by the way, I have Kelly Ward coming on about 6.40 this morning to react to that and more. Uh, third thing that I think you need to know, uh, there may be a government shutdown and the media tries to scare the you-know-what and the Dems as well. It's not going to affect you. You're still going to get a Social Security check. Uh, you just don't want the military to not be paid and stuff like that. But uh, if I, it's going to backfire on the Dems, man. If they, they are willing to shut the government down. They said, if we don't get a DACA deal, we are, we are not going to uh, fund the government. Continuing resolution, blah, blah, blah. We're not going to do it. And I'm thinking, really? So I don't think that's going to work out very well for them. Three things I think you need to know. Now, do you really want to hear Jeff Flake? I mean, we'll play maybe one or two. But I think the biggest story there is, is this Tim Cook thing, man. I mean, this Tim Cook thing is huge. By the way, beer club for men tonight. I'm still going to be there. Uh, I probably won't shake your hand. Don't take offense to that. But I don't want you to get anything that I have. Which, Which is maybe, a lot. Wait, yeah, who knows? There are things that nobody even realizes. Right? Um, but, and, and I don't want to, I mean, there's like flus and viruses that aren't the flu, but they're viruses. So they said, my son, it's common, they said, for a fever to spike to like 104, 105. And he dropped like 99.1 yesterday. But then going to bed last night, he was at 100. So, but then I took his temperature before I left today. And it was like 97.4. I'm like, oh my God, I don't know what's going on. Uh, he's having a no school day though again. So anyway, um, I'll probably fist bump you, but I'll be at Mr. Ron's tonight, five to seven for the beer club for men. I hope to see you there. I won't get very close to you unless you want to get close to me.
No? Anyway. Is uh, that, a, that what, a song? I don't. Uh, it could be. It could be. Um, I get Oracle and Rudisil is where it is, the beer club. And I think they ordered new glasses, too. I, I don't know if they got them yet. I, I should. I know they ordered them. I don't know if we got them yet. So uh, the new the, the beer club for men pint glasses. Yeah, I'll find out. Which is timely because I need to get rid of my old ones at home. Get rid of them? Well, all my old glasses from when I got married thirteen oh, those, years I thought, ago. I thought you meant the one you got last time. Ah, oh, no, no, no. The the first series. I'm this upgrading is, the, to all pints. This is the second series yes. of beer club for men glasses. Um, they work come very well. Yeah, people come over, you're like, oh, you got like 13 of these glasses. I'm like, oh, yeah. Yes. Get it's rid a, of the old ones. Exactly. <laughs> trying, trying to make my wife leave. <laughs> anyway. Uh huh. Uh, all right. So Tim Cook talking to ABC News. Uh, Rebecca Jarvis, ABC News. Let's do 132. If you didn't know, Google, I'm sorry, Apple, the hell's the name difference? Apple going to bring back, they said they're going to put $350 billion into the economy over the next five years. They're going to build a new campus. Uh, other headquarters, they don't want to be like Amazon where there's a whole bidding process. They said, we pretty much know. We haven't narrowed down to where we, we're going to go. Uh, they're building some giant place in Reno. Why does Reno get all the cool stuff in Tucson now? We lost the minor league team to Reno. Um, you ever been there? Reno? Yeah. Uh, the biggest no. little city in the world? Oh, well, there you go. It's freaking awesome. Well, apparently it's, it's similar in size to Tucson. It's not as awesome, though. I hate to say it. And maybe that's why they're getting all these things? Uh-huh. Yeah, like Tahoe right close. Sparks. You ever been to well, Sparks? No, never. Ooh, exciting. All right. Well, uh, Tim Cook uh, was talking about, well, I was asked about, you know, why, why are you doing this? Again, 20,000 jobs. 20,000 jobs are going to create. And he's going to pay $38 billion in taxes. $38 billion to our government to bring the money back from overseas. Uh, here is some of what, uh, well, the explanation as to why and everything else. Uh, 132, Tim Cook with uh, ABC News' uh, Rebecca Jarvis. Here we go. Without these policy changes, would you be able to announce today the creation of 20,000 new jobs? No, there are clearly, uh, let me be clear, there are, there are large parts of this that are a result of the tax reform, and there's large parts of this that we would have done in, in any situation. Oh. So it sounds like President Trump's tax bill has been a huge windfall for Apple. Well, we to, to, uh, there are two parts of tax bill, right? There's a corporate piece and an individual piece. I do believe the corporate tax side will, will result in uh, job creation and uh, a faster-growing economy. What? No way. And by the way, he did not like Trump. Was against Trump uh, trying to cut back H-1B visas, crack down on illegal immigration, America first. Uh, uh, why have Americans unemployed and people from foreign countries here working? He's against all that crap. Uh, he's against everything that Trump wanted to do. Now he loves this. And by the way, let's go back to 2013. Okay. You don't think tax reform and low taxes impact business? This is for the morons. Honestly, this is for the dopey people here in, in Tucson. And there are too many dopey people because all they want to do is raise taxes. And they think that's the answer to everything. I mean, uh, you know, dumb Steve Kazachik, the rest of them, maybe Mayor Rothschild, you know, the uh, I mean, she's <laughs> the socialist Regina Romero. They're all there. And the dopes on the uh, Pima County Supervisory Board. Anyway, listen to what Tim Cook said in a hearing. Uh, he's talking to Senator Carl Levin of Michigan. In 2013, when he was asked about bringing that money that he's going to bring back now, are you going to bring it back? Are you going to bring it back? L listen to what happened in 2013. Here we go. And so $100 billion plus is now stashed away in these three Irish companies that, control, that 
you control, mm -hmm. but nonetheless, it's in their legal name. And the question is, will you bring them home? You've told us in one place, I believe, Mr. Cook, that you do not intend to bring those monies home unless our tax rates are reduced. Oh. I believe that's what you told our staff. Is that correct? You're not going to bring that money home unless we reduce our tax rates. Is that accurate as to what you told our staff? Senator, there's a lot there. I'd appreciate being able you, to You can, but I just want to ask you that one question. Is it true you told our staff you're not bringing the $100 billion home unless we reduce our tax rates? Is that accurate? Mm -hmm. I don't remember saying that. Is it true? I said I don't remember saying no, that. No, I'm saying is it true that you're not going to bring them home unless we reduce our tax rates? Well, I have no current plan to bring them back Ooh. at the current tax rate. All right. Is that Whether the same way as saying unless we, we reduce our tax rates, you're not bringing them home? Yeah, is that the same way? Uh, no, I don't think it's the same, Sorry. sir. How is it different? Your comment sounds like it's forever, and I'm not projecting what I'm going to do forever because I have no idea how the world may change. Right. You're not, you, it's not your intent to bring them home unless we reduce our tax rates. Is that, cor is that correct? I have no current plan to do so at the current tax rate. There you okay. go. What's wrong with that? But no. now, but some, but now we did. Well, they're just well, you yeah, yeah, selfish, you jerkish, you pay in and blah blah. He we'll play sound bites uh, later on in the show from Tim Cook where he told Rebecca Jarvis, ABC News, he said, "Listen, two thirds of our revenues are from overseas." But he wanted to come back to America. He wanted to know why? Because we have the smartest people on the planet. It's the safest country. We have the smartest people on the planet. Uh, when you price it right to do business. Look what happens. Look what happens. Um, so uh, there's much more. Even, I mean, wait till you hear what the, uh, the guy that runs Chrysler Fiat had to say. They're moving the, uh, their plant they had where they build the Ram truck. Uh, they moved it to Mexico in 2008 before he was a CEO. He said, we're moving it back. It was stupid for us to move it there. And, and why, why do you think? We, we'll get to that as well. All this good stuff. And yet Jeff Flake gets up uh, on the Senate floor. Talking about, by the way, he is a guy, uh, he loves, uh, you know, I'm against wasteful spending. You know how much it costs? It probably costs us hundreds of thousands of dollars for him to get up there on that, uh, that, uh, that podium on the Senate floor and give that stupid speech. Just so he used our tax dollars to try to pitch himself a, a gig as a commentator on MSNBC or CNN. That's what it came down to. You should have guys with H-1Bs working there <laughs> for less than minimum wage. Oh, uh, those places? Yeah, right. <laughs> Interns. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh -huh. Do they pay them now? Mm. Uh, so companies, again, required to pay a one-time tax of 15.5% on overseas profits held in cash and other liquid assets. That's why they're doing it now because it was dropped to 15.5%. But it sucks. You know, these dopey politicians, Trump wanted it forever. They just said just this year. Anyway, uh, we'll have more. Uh, uh, Kelly Ward coming on at uh, about 640 to talk about Jeff Flake and all this stuff and Martha McSally. She put a, she threw it down to Martha. Did you hear what Martha said? She cursed on Tucker Carlson's show last night. Did you hear that? And then she was given a chance to say something about Jeff Flake. Wait, did you hear what happened then? We'll get to it in five. Morning Ritual, Gary Lewis. You got to hear it. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Talk. As up to me, those potholes will be gone. 627 on this Thursday, Mr. Ons tonight, 5 to 7. I really hope you join me. It's going to be a fun time. Having a beer club for men meeting in two months because I was sick. What's going on? It's always this time of the year. December and January. If you, <laughs> you should go. Your wife's out of town. Sick kid. Forget about that guy. That's why oh, I yeah, forgot about that guy. Yeah. Bring him. He's, Ooh, you can leave him. He's like, he had an older son. He can watch him. Stay in the car. Wear the mask. Exactly. Don't breathe on me, though. 52 out now going to be 73 today uh sunset 544 so we'll be right in the middle of the beer club for men you sit outside 
at Mr. Ron's, uh, great patio, great bar area, uh, gigantic fire pit. They have other heaters. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, enjoy it now because uh, 78 tomorrow and then 56 on Saturday and 57 on Sunday. And in the 60s next week, man, 60s. All right, so uh, Martha McSally's trying to really, all of a sudden again, she hearts Donald Trump. She oh, wouldn't admit or, or say if she voted for him or not, if she supports him before the election. Now, oh, I love this guy so much. She's like trying to beat Trump so much, she's even cursing. She's cursing. This is what she said, 119, on Tucker Carlson's show last night. We bleeped it out. I don't know if we could air it or not, but I want to air on the side of caution. Right? I think we could. I don't know. But I, I hear you. Yeah. I'm getting, I'm getting soft in my old age. You're, All right. Let's, listen. <laughs> you don't start. Here he is. Here's, here's Martha McSally. Here we go. I was, I was moved when I heard Dick Durbin say, there's lives hanging in the balance or something like that. And I was like moved to jump in and moved. say, the only lives that are hanging the balance right now are those of our military. The men and women that are serving overseas, putting their lives in harm's way. There is a fake deadline created by the Democrats holding them hostage. And while our troops are over there uh, put, risking their lives for us, these guys are around, excuse my language, trying Whoa. to come up with some issue that's not even in a top 20 priority of the American people. All of a sudden, she cares about border security as of the past four months. Uh, so what did she say? It wasn't effing. It was um, Richarding. Richarding. Yes, exactly. Richarding around. And Tucker's face didn't even move. And I'm like, all right, it, it, <laughs> it sounded kind of natural. But at the same time, I'm kind of like, you know, when someone's trying too hard, they tried too hard to be funny. They tried too hard to be something. You could just tell, right? You could just tell. You don't try too hard. <laughs> you try harder. So she said that. And then Tucker brings up Jeff Flake. And we're going to talk uh, in about uh, 10 minutes to Kelly Ward about this. He brought up Jeff Flake because Kelly Ward condemned Jeff Flake for ripping on Trump. You know, Martha loves Trump so much, but she's silent about Jeff Flake losing his mind and acting like an, like an insane fool. When it comes to Trump. So listen to what happened. Let's do 120. Uh, she ignores the chance to really jump on this. Here we go. Listen. The yeah. Senate version, which is being supported, really driven by Lindsey Graham and Jeff Flake. Lindsey Graham said to someone I know recently, Jeff Flake will do whatever I tell him to do. Um, Pause it. And a bunch Hang of... Hang on right there. At that point, I'll put the video up at KNST.com and on my Facebook page, Facebook.com slash Gary Lewis Radio. At that point, she kind of rolls her eyes like, well, almost like, well, I can't really say anything about Jeff. You know, the people that are in charge of my campaign to get his seat are the ones, you know, that like him. That's why they want me to to win. Let's continue. And a bunch of other Republican senators is very far from what you're proposing. It is. Can you win them to your side? We have to. Look, this is the priority of the American uh, people. And we worked for four just, and a half months on this bill. went right past it. Right past it. Don't you love that? She went right past it. So, um... There you go. I mean, she could have said, you know what? Uh, yeah, Jeff Flake's a little bit too weak for me on this, and he shouldn't be up there attacking the president. I believe the president. Nothing. Not even nothing. So we're going to talk to Kelly Ward about this and what Jeff Flake said uh, and some more. Uh, I mean, everything about the business, uh, Apple, you name it. She's going to join us in uh, in about uh, seven or eight minutes right here. Don't go anywhere. 632 on KNST AM 790. Here's the latest from Fox. Leading talk. Ah, uh, yes. How's it going? 640. It's Thursday. Thank you for hanging out. Enjoy the weather we're going to have today and tomorrow because it's going to stink over the weekend. It's going to be cold. Soup days, as I like to call them, soup days. 
Three things that I think you need to know. Uh, number one, Apple. Holy smokes. I mean, there are businesses that are expanding, giving bonuses, creating jobs. Apple has said, and never people, oh, Apple's never going to come here. They're never going to do anything. It's never going to happen because of the tax reform. And Tim Cook has said it. Uh, Apple is going to invest $350 billion over the next five years in our economy, create 20,000 jobs. Uh, build new campus, do other you know other data centers, you name it, um, and they're going to bring back their money from overseas. They're going to pay a one-time tax of thirty-eight billion dollars. Thirty-eight billion dollars. That is incredible stuff. And our and I played the soundbite earlier in twenty thirteen. What happened? Tim Cook talking to a uh, Senate committee said. Basically, we're not we're not bringing back our money with the current tax rates. They needed to be lowered. They, oh, do it then? Okay. Uh, they needed to be lowered. How cool is that? Second thing that I think you need to know. Uh, Jeff Flake spoke in front of two senators. Two. Two. His big speech to really just go after. Go after. I forgot about that. They did reschedule that. I'm sorry. Uh, to go after... I'll tell you in a second. That's why you don't have produce. To go after Trump. I, yeah. <laughs> Stop producing. To get, so two people. Two people. Uh, but the media was enamored by this. Guy, we'll play some We'll play some lowlights coming up because what he said is just incredible. Uh, and Kelly Ward, I, I forgot. Originally, I booked her for 640, and then I forgot that they, they asked. Um, we got a different time, but she's going to call in at 710 this morning. Yes. I apologize. Didn't mean to tease you like that. I had her book for one another. Listen, I'm on Robitussin. I took Sudafed last night. You got the Tussin? I got the Tussin. Oh, yeah. And it's all messed up. In my, I hope I can ask her good questions. Uh, anyway. You got any on you? No. Oh. I left it at home for my wife. Third thing. <laughs> third thing I think you need to know. How about this? I love this one. Trump put out the, uh, you know, the government may shut down, blah, blah, blah. I mean, is it really? Whatever. But Trump did the... Uh, the the biggest fake news media awards last night. Did you hear? Did you see these? We'll go over some of these as well. Uh, New York Times got a couple. ABC News with Brian Ross got like four. Um, it was just great. It was it was it was it was so good. And he ripped them. New York Times. Paul Krugman got the number one position. We'll get into all that stuff. Uh, yeah, I thought it was, I'll put that, I'll put the story, the link on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis radio, like it and follow it and you'll get it. That's coming up. Three things I think you need to know. All right. So again, uh, Kelly Ward coming up at seven ten this morning, seven ten this morning. Sorry. I'm still behind on sleep and my head's still in the clouds. Thanks to the Robitussin, but I still think I'm making some kind of sense, right? Even when on a pres- uh, non-prescription over the counter medicine, I am still making sense. You, you know, one time when I was in, uh, when I was working in, in Waco, Texas a long time ago, I couldn't sleep one night. I decided to take NyQuil. <laughs> I, I didn't feel well. Listen, I literally somehow got to work. And I took it at probably like 8 o'clock at night, but the show started at 6 the next morning. I literally don't... I think about 7.15 in the morning, my head started clearing up, and I started thinking to myself, did I even make sense in the last hour? Like, what was I <laughs> say? I don't remember what I said. I don't even know what it was. It could have been blah, 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 blah. Who knows? But nobody ever said anything to me because probably nobody listened. But anyway, uh, let's play some uh, Flake real quick. Oh, uh, you're not the only uh, one who's done that before. Really? Oh, oh yeah. Where am I? Why, where, how did I get here? I don't, where's going on? All let's right. do 122. This one was uh, hilarious to me. Jeff Flake yesterday. It was literally like the most boring thing 
I've seen. I mean, the guy is such a boring speaker. Like, dude, if you want to get a job with CNN and MSNBC, you got to kick it up a couple of notches. You know, uh, I know you you don't want to do the whole caffeine thing. I get it. That's that's your deal. Uh, but maybe a Red Bull. I've never done one, but I think they, you know, they just do something. Do something. Uh, I think that he doesn't need five-hour energy. He needs like 55-hour energy. He makes low-energy Jeb look exciting. That's how bad Jeff Flake is. Anyway, this is what he said. This is what caught my, one of the things that caught my attention. Here we go. And anyone who presumes to try to attack or manipulate the press for his own purposes should be made to realize his mistake mm. and to be held to account. That is our job here. That is just as Madison, Hamilton, and Jay would have it. Well, do you remember that time that Jeff Flake uh, got really mad at Obama because Obama and the DOJ, they were spying on uh, James Rosen when he was with Fox News? Do you remember that? Oh. Oh, no. Oh, no. Jeff Flake didn't say anything. Like a sitting president was literally spying on a Fox News reporter? It was conf- you're just making this up. That's all you're doing. It was you're just making no even the Associated Press reported on this. Okay, Obama's DOJ collected Rosen's telephone records, tracked his movements to and from the State Department, where he reported he was named as a possible co-conspirator in a Justice Department affidavit. Rosen said his parents' phone line was also swept up in the collection of his records, and DOJ records confirmed that. Uh, where Jeff Flake all up high and mighty at that point? Where was he? Nowhere? Yeah. Uh, what about, uh, was Jeff Flake upset when Obama used the IRS to target conservative groups? Tea Party groups? Uh-huh. Yep, that's, uh, that's what happens. Um, just like James Rosen. Obama's Justice Department secretly obtained months of phone records belonging to the Associated Press journalists for the AP while they were investigating a failed terror attack. It was personally approved by Attorney General Eric Holder. We have these. We can go on and on. Nothing from the high and mighty and moral Jeff Flake at that point, right? Yeah. Uh, What else do we have? Oh, yeah. These are the things that he is upset with. Let's go to skip ahead to 124. 124. Uh, This is uh, the boring Jeff Flake on the Senate floor yesterday in front of two senators. That's all that were intended. Two senators. Listen. Also not trivial are the equally pernicious fantasies about rigged elections and massive voter fraud, which are as destructive as they are inaccurate. To the effort to undermine confidence in the federal courts, federal law enforcement, the intelligence community, and the free press to perhaps the most vexing untruth of all, the supposed hoax at the heart of special counsel Robert Mueller's Russia investigation. Is he, is he, what? Is he doing this on purpose? <laughs> I, I mean, it, dude, it's... Did he know nobody would know, would yeah. know he said this yeah. because nobody's watching or caring uh, about well. him? Uh, so the whole yeah, and the whole thing to try to rig the election when you had Hillary, the DNC working with the F- Obama's FBI to try to get a de- fake dossier to take down Trump. Eh, nothing there. How about when Bernie? Thank you. Bernie lost. Yeah, and even uh, what's her name? The, uh, uh, the 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 former head of the DNC for a little bit wrote the wrote the book said it was rigged. Um, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, 
I, I, anyway. Why do you give this to me? I know. Get out of my head. I know. I know. We're going to have people calling in now telling us the name. You know who we're talking about. Lynch. No. No. Uh, no, that was Loretta Lynch. That was different. Oh, uh, Washerman's. Sh- no, that's a no, different one. Uh, 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 Ryan Carey. Well, she blamed the New Year's Eve gaffe. <laughs> that was fake news, also, right? Exactly. That was fake news, also. Uh, this one, this one was really uh, near and dear to my heart. One twenty-six. I mean, by the way, I didn't want to play it again because enough is up. But he did again compare Trump to Stalin. Well, sorry. But let's do one twenty-six. Uh, listen to Jeff Flake because I have a good one for you. Here we go. The values of free expression and reverence for the free press have been our global hallmark, for it is our ability to freely air the truth that keeps our government honest and keeps the people free. Really? They air the truth? (laughs) I just wanted to hear that one if that was pretty... uh... Pretty good. Let's do 129 real quick because it's kind of a it's kind of on the same page. Here we go. Listen to this. Now, any of us who have spent time in public life have endured news coverage we felt was jaded or unfair. But in our positions, to employ even idle threats, to use laws or regulations to stifle criticism, is corrosive to our democratic institutions. Hmm. Simply put, it is the press's obligation to uncover the truth about power. It is the people's right to criticize their government, mm. and it is our job to take it. Really? Your job to take Okay, that's why you won't come on the show. And, and anyway, and I've told this story over and over, so I decided to Google it again. The last time he was on this show was back in 2011. You saw it in the prep, didn't you? No. Okay, well, listen. I, I was just thinking about his uh, take it line. Oh, just to... Well, this... I don't want to say it has anything to do with Stop. it. Stop! But <laughs> when I had Jeff Flake on... Because he's all about, you know, I'm against wasteful spending. And there are all these stories about, again, studies that we paid for, right, uh, that were just a complete waste of money. And I asked him about a couple of them, including this is on the radio, and he was a congressman at the time, not a senator. And I said, D- I mean, honestly, you're against wasteful spending, but why, you know, can you, can you ever stop it? Like, why do these things keep happening? Like this one, this is from July 18, 2011. This, I brought this up to him at the time. Uh, National Institutes of Health backed study examined uh, back to study, examining the effects of penis size in the gay community. That's right. National Institutes of Health backing a study, the effects of penis size in the gay community. I'm not joking. I'm not joking. Like, what kind of effect? That, listen. Um, and it was $899,000. It was a grant in 2006. It was an ongoing study. The study reported among, among its findings that gay men with below-average penises were more likely to assume a bottom sexual position, while those with above-average penises were more likely to assume a top sexual positions. Those with average penises identified themselves as versatile in the bedroom. And I know it's funny and it's goofy and stuff like that, but you sit back and say, who the hell up- approves this stuff? And I said, what's going on? Like, what's going on? And that's when I got a phone call a year later when he was making his Senate run because John Kyle was retiring. And his communications guy that I knew at the time for like 10 years called me up and he said, hey, or he was brand new. He said, I'm, I'm the new communications guy because he was the communications person for Kyle back in the day. It's funny how it all stays. He's like, hey, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just letting you know if you need anything, just call me, blah, blah, blah. Oh, by the way, um, I wasn't here at the time. But 
Yeah, it was brought to my attention that the last time uh, Jeff was on the show, you asked him about something about gay sex. And I'm like, what? Yeah. I'm like, wait a second. I remember that. It was because it was wasteful spending. Yeah, well, you know, that kind of stuff makes him feel uncomfortable. So can you, like, avoid that? And I was like, dude, he wants to be a senator. This makes him uncomfortable? Like, this is a taxpayer saying, why is this happening? It's a, it's a legitimate question. Yeah, but if you can just, you know, not do the gay stuff, it makes him uncomfortable. Just take it, Jeff. Just take it. And your guy call me because you were upset about that? What a wuss. 653. Kelly Ward's coming up at 710. It's true. I got comments. I can't make up this stuff. It's that true. We'll continue in uh, in 5. KNST AM 792 Tucson's most stimulating talk. Seven on this Thursday, you stop it, Ryan. It's your morning ritual with me, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM seven ninety, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Beer club for men tonight. I hope you can join me five to seven at Mister Ons. It's gonna be a good time. Lot to talk about. We could even use uh, some of McSally's uh, anatomy language ovaries, Richarding around. I mean, she's talking a lot, a lot of body parts. Anyway, uh, that's tonight, 5 to 7. Oracle and Rudisil is where Mr. Ons is. I want you to join me. It'd be great. Uh, I'll be bumping you because I don't want to give you what I have, which is a cold, and I don't take offense to this. I don't want what you have. Right? What I don't want something what you, you want, like money. I don't want what you have. Wow. Yeah. Um, now, there are three things that I think you need to know. Number one. Apple, holy smokes. Apple, see, just know this. Apple CEO Tim Cook never really liked Donald Trump. Condemned uh, the crackdown on illegal immigration, on H-1B visas, that kind of stuff. Uh, Yet, you know what? Because of the tax reform that Trump got through, Apple's going to invest $350 billion in the next five years into America. $350 billion in the next five years. That is uh, that is just incredible stuff, isn't it? Twenty thousand jobs, and get this—they're bringing back money from overseas as well. They're paying thirty-eight billion dollars, a one-time fee, one-time tax of thirty-eight billion dollars to bring their money back. That's how much they have overseas to America. Uh, can we build the wall with that? Wouldn't that be nice? You can get Siri on it, like a big Apple wall on the border. Uh, anyway, second thing that I think you need to know: Jeff Flake gave a speech on the Senate floor. It was a tryout for CNN. There were two senators in attendance. He bashed Trump. Two senators in attendance. That's it. He just bashed Trump. Um, he talked about um, anybody manipulating the press should be held accountable. He never went after Obama for literally spying on AP reporters and James Rosen. Right? Incredible stuff. Uh, Kelly Ward's coming up in just a second to react to this. Third thing that I think you need to know uh, is that on the heels of all this, Trump gave out the fake news awards. I think that's more, I mean, all right, is that is the government going to be shut down? We'll see. 
Is that more important? I think the fake news awards. Of course it is, but the fake news awards are just so damn entertaining, aren't they? Uh, I'll tell you the winners. Paul Krugman was number one by saying the economy will never recover. Trump will damage it so much we're going to be screwed. A little bit off on that, huh? Uh, New York Times got a couple of awards. ABC News because of Brian Ross got like four of them. It was good stuff. Three things I think you need to know. Um, let's do one thing before we bring Kelly. Let's play 125 real quick. Uh, Jeff Flake, this is another one of the sound bites. I played some earlier. Jeff Flake, number 125, uh, talking about Russia. This is, and I'll make my point. This is just what he said. Here we go. Ignoring or denying the truth about hostile Russia, Russian intentions toward the United States leaves us vulnerable to future attacks. Oh. We are told by our intelligence agencies that these attacks are ongoing. Oh, so he's very upset about that. Yet Jeff Flake has never said a word about Uranium One and Hillary and Hillary okaying the sale of uranium to Russia. Billy Boy getting a, a half million bucks for a 20-minute speech. All that corruption and stuff. Everything that's coming out now. Jeff Flake is silent on that because he's literally not fit for office. He's he's insane Jeff Flake. He's nuts. So to react to all this, and including uh, Martha McSally not condemning Jeff Flake, is uh, Dr. Kelly Ward, of course, running for Senate here in, in Arizona. Kelly, good morning. Thanks for making the time. I appreciate it. Hey, good morning, Garrett. Good morning. Hey, it sounds like you might need some doctor's advice. I heard you were taking some Robitussin. Yes. <laughs> So, so when we're off the air, you know, let me know. I, I, I'll give you some uh, chicken soup and and uh, increase your fluids advice. Oh, I was hoping you'd say something like wild turkey, you know, and maybe, maybe <laughs> some of that will clear me up. Who that's, knows? That's what I think. <laughs> All right, I appreciate that. You are a doctor, and I was I was actually going to ask you, like, my entire house is sick. My my five year old, the five month old is congested. My wife, uh, I spent six hours in the ER on Tuesday night to Wednesday morning with my five year old. He had one hundred five fever. It was crazy. Um, oh, that's terrible. Yeah, that's I know. Terrible. It's the flu. It's all that stuff going on. Um, yep. But anyway, let's talk about Jeff Flake. What was your reaction? First off, uh, that dude is so boring. Like, I, I got a, an alert on my phone saying it was a fiery speech against Trump. And I watch it, and I'm like, God, this is the most boring thing. Like, CNN is never going to hire a guy that is so monotone and boring. Uh, but what do you think about Jeff Flake going after Trump again on the Senate floor? Well, I mean, I think it's, a one number one, a misuse of the Senate floor. Um, it, number two, I think it was just despicable for him to to take that on and to compare our president, our our, our democratically elected president, to a murderous, maniacal dictator from the Soviet Union. I mean, um, it it really is beyond the pale, especially when Jeff Flake has been so enamored of brutal dictators in Cuba. He was just down there in the last week or two. And he's been there over 17 times, he's bragged about, never uh, on the mission to help the Cuban people, but always on the mission um, to be with the, with the, um, the Cuban Castro re- regime. And so um, it, it, it's very, you know, unfortunate, at, to say the least. And I think that everyone should be calling him out for those remarks. Well, and again, he's, he's, he's such a hypocrite. Uh, I made the point earlier in the show that he said that uh, anyone manipulating the press should be held accountable, and yet he never said a word. I couldn't find anything. I Googled it, everything. Couldn't find anything he said about Obama spying on James Rosen, uh, Obama's DOJ approving, Eric Holder approved it, uh, getting the phone numbers and spying on Associated Press reporters as well. I mean, if if he thinks Trump's going to take down the democracy, why was he silent about Obama? Right. And, I mean, all he did during the Obama administration was vote for liberal judges, vote to confirm Loretta Lynch, 
Uh, never did I hear him call out Barack Obama for his behavior. He was busy flying around, uh, flying to Cuba with Barack Obama. Uh, and, you know, I think that, that Arizonans have seen through that. I think that Americans have seen through it. They're tired of, of Jeff Flake's nonsense. And I think that's one of the reasons Martha McSally is going to have such a hard time, because she is Jeff Flake 2.0. I know she has not come on your show yet. She has not talked to your audience. Uh, I'm not sure if she will. She, you know, she is in this um, phase of trying to recreate herself yes. into uh, into something that that everyone down there knows that she isn't. But uh, you know, I think it's a lot harder for people who are trying to to um, to fool the voter to come out and say the things like I did yesterday, and and actually even before yesterday, saying that Jeff Blake shouldn't say these things on the Senate floor, and if he does, we should call him out. And then once he did say those things on the Senate floor, um, he should have been called out immediately. And I think that Martha maybe has made a, made a statement. She was a little little slow on the trigger. I don't know if she was waiting for, um, you know, permission to engage from someone <laughs> else, uh, you know, Mitch McConnell, Senate Leadership Fund. I'm not sure. But whenever you're truthful and authentic and, and uh, fearless about your principles, it's very easy to come out and call out these kind of things like Jeff Blake did yesterday on the Senate floor. Wait, wait, she, I, I, I mean, I looked, I didn't get an alert. I didn't get an email from her office. Uh, there's nothing I, that she I tweeted. I saw a response to one tweet that she said it was absurd. Um, you know, I think that it's much more than absurd. Um, I think that it's, it's something that shouldn't be done from the Senate floor calling out, you know, calling out or comparing our president to, to Stalin. I think that it's fine to call out our elected officials. Obviously, we have uh, 100% free speech, but I think that we as Arizonans and as Americans should hold those people who say those, those um, radical things accountable. Uh, Kelly Ward is on KNST AM 790. Uh, what do you think? I don't, I don't know if you saw Martha McSally's interview on Tucker Carlson last night. Um, did you hear the, the and I, I'm not a prude by any stretch of the imagination. I'm not offended by stuff. But I find it funny that she's really, I mean, it's kind of sick how all of a sudden she went from really being against Trump, never said she'd vote for him or support him, anything like that, to all of a sudden loving the guy because it'll help her, you know, she thinks it'll help her win. Uh, and then she starts talking like the guy. And she cursed on on Fox News yesterday. Did did you happen to hear that? Uh, I I didn't hear it, but I saw I saw some tweets about it because people were pretty appalled at the way that she talked. Uh, maybe she talks that way all the time. I'm not sure, but uh, you know I'd be interested to see if there's any evidence that she ever talked that way publicly, at least before she tried to recreate herself as a Trump supporter. We all know that she was not for Trump. She would, would refused to endorse him whenever he was running. Uh, she said detrimental things and, and uh, negative things about the president. But, uh, you know, I, I thought it was funny. I was down in your neck of the woods a couple of days ago, and people said that you said she's trying to out Kelly, Kelly Ward. Yes. I have heard a lot of the, the things that I've said for years coming out of her mouth, but I've never heard them before October 25th, whenever she entered the race, the day after Jeff Flake. Out. Well, you know, that's one thing that worries me. You know, how can she, you know, she, she puts out this video that, you know, she's she, she dealt with terrorists, so she's not scared about liberals in the Senate. And that's fine. Uh, but, you know, first off, I'd be a constituent since I'm in Arizona. And I think every voter has the question of which Martha would we get? You know, you, yeah. you, you were this Martha until a few months ago. And it's and it's kind of funny uh, how she literally if, if you're if you can't answer that question, that says a lot about you. You know what I'm saying? 
Right. Well, uh, people like Martha and Kirsten Cinema, you know, they, they raise money. They raise a lot of money politically because they have to recreate themselves politically during election time. For Martha, she's a campaign conservative. She's a pretender. And, um, and so she's going to need a lot to try to convince people that she's something she isn't. The, the, the difficult thing for her and for Kirsten Cinema is their record. You know, Martha's voted at least nine times for amnesty, and now she's coming out pretending she wants to, you know, secure the border, build the wall, and, and uh, stop illegal immigration. And, you know, it, it's very disingenuous. I think, though, with the election of President Trump, people have become much more astute, much more able to understand this, this kind of political campaigning. And they don't want someone like that. They don't want another person in the mold of John McCain and Jeff Blake. John McCain walking along the border saying, build the dang fence. Uh, or let's fully repeal Obamacare and then giving the big thumbs down. Jeff Blake doing the same, pretending to be tough on the border and then joining the gang of eight. You know, Martha is in that mold. I don't think we're going to be fooled again in, in Arizona. We're going to get a good conservative senator. I'm going to get there and be able to do the job that we've been crying out for for so long. Are you worried, and by the way, Kelly Ward is on KNST AM 790 right now. Are you worried, uh, since Sheriff Joe is in there too, that in the primary he's going to divide the votes, the Trump votes, from you, and, and that would somehow help Martha? Well, you know, I think that Sheriff Joe is, uh, you know, a, a great on immigration. I think Martha has been a military hawk. But I think what people will see is that I have a very thoughtful approach to a wide range of issues that affect the voters in Arizona, as well as across the country. Everything from border security to repealing Obamacare and health care. I've got a, a very good grasp on the health care issues facing the country um, energy policy, tax policy, water policy, decreasing spending and shrinking the size of government. And so I think the conservative vote, which we've seen in poll after poll after poll, you've probably seen there's a lot of polls out there, uh, Martha has a ceiling. Uh, it's, it's around the same ceiling that Jeff Blake had, 31, 35 percent. The rest of the voters are looking for someone conservative. And I think come August, they're going to consolidate behind behind my effort, because we've got a great professional team. We've got grassroots support across the entire state like you wouldn't believe. And I think that the, the heart and soul of the, of the Republican voter, the conservative voter, the independent voter, and many conservative Democrats um, have, have, has come to Team Kelly Ward. So we're, we're pretty excited about what's happening here in the, you know, over the next few months. Uh, looking at the economy, uh, Kirsten Sinema voted against the tax reform which has, uh, it's, it's creating, you know, tons of jobs already, bonuses, you name it. I mean, look what Apple just did, you know, bringing back 350 yeah. billion, they're going to invest 350 billion dollars, 20,000 jobs, all this stuff. Uh, I think it's pretty indefensible. Um, I mean, people are getting jobs all over the place. CNN had a panel in Ohio of Democrats that said, we love what Trump's doing. Everything's going great. Yep. Um, I mean, are, right. are you expecting more? First off, I, I don't, just don't see how Kirsten Sinema has even a chance because she voted against American prosperity and jobs. Right. Well, she, she obviously is a big government progressive liberal who believes that the government can spend our money better than we can, that we can't be trusted with our own resources to, um, to, to care for ourselves and to spend our money the way we see fit. Uh, that's just the tip of the iceberg, though, Garrett. Remember, she was the ambassador for, for Obamacare at the direction of Obama here in Arizona, 
Um, she is for gun control. She is for abortion on demand. She definitely doesn't fit in with the values of Arizona. And she's going to spend a lot of money trying to recreate herself into some kind of moderate that um, is simply, you know, unbelievable. And so we're going to have to combat that and point out the truth about both of these women who are seeking this seat. Uh, there, there is one strong conservative woman who has Arizona's values, Arizona's best interest, and, and the ability to do the job in this race, and that is me, Dr. Kelly Ward. You know, and you are a doctor. I know you're not a psych doctor, and I only play one yeah. on the radio. Um, but it seems to me, let's go back to Jeff Flake just real quick. He seems to have some kind of a sick, twisted obsession with President Trump. Uh, he's obsessed with the guy. He ignores everything that's good that is going on. Uh, you know, I look at what he does, and I don't see him doing anything positive for Arizona for another year. And and honestly, I don't see him, just just by based on everything he says and he does, I don't see that he's fit for office anymore. You know, the media tried to jump on Trump. He's not fit for office. He's old. This, we saw that he passed with flying colors as physical. Is it me, or does Jeff Flake appear to really not be mentally fit for office because he's a bit obsessed? I think a lot of people out there have Trump derangement syndrome, uh, that there are people on the right, there are people on the left, there, of course, are people in the media. I thought that the press conference after the, the president's health report was, was so comical because they wanted to find out something terrible about him. They didn't ever call out Barack Obama and his um, reported chain smoking and how bad that is for people's health. Um, they they want to make something out of Donald Trump drinking Diet Coke and eating McDonald's, just like every other American. I mean, so many Americans uh, do the exact same thing, and I think that's why people relate to Donald Trump, because he seems like a real person just like they are. Uh, so it's, it's um, you know, it's unfortunate, because Jeff Flake is going to be there for about another year. He's not doing things that Arizona is urging him to do. He's out there instead fighting for amnesty for illegals. Uh, he's part of this gang of six. And if you haven't looked at that bill, uh, I'm, I'm sure you have here, mm -hmm. but if your listeners have it, they should definitely look at it because it doesn't just offer amnesty to the DACA population. It offers it to their parents and, uh, and, and even more. There is so much terrible, uh, terrible stuff in that bill. It really should be crumpled up and thrown into the trash. That's what Tom Cotton said. That's what I told the, the uh, Weekly Standard a, a few days ago when I did an interview with them. Um, you know, he's out there pushing for things that the liberals want. He's out there using Democrat talking points to attack the president. And um, I'll be glad when we get a conservative senator from Arizona finally in into washington dc to do the job that we've all wanted to be done for so long again i find it interesting that you have no problem condemning flake for all the stuff that he does and martha is literally radio silent again she was given the opportunity on tucker's show he brought up he brought up uh, jeff flake's bill and she she could have take she could have said something and she just was silent so i mean you look at all this the pr firm she hired the the lady that emailed my producer to cancel the interview after they confirmed it I looked on her bio on the website. She was part of the McCain presidential campaign in 2008. It's yeah. like, it's well, like, I mean, it's yeah. the establishment. Yep. That they are coalescing. Uh, Martha is the chosen candidate of Mitch McConnell, of uh, his Senate leadership fund that is going to be used as an attack pack to attack me. Uh, they need to save that money, use that money against Kirsten Cinema. That is going to be a tough race come the general. It, it, you know, even as bad as she is, 
she is going to seek to recreate herself into something that she isn't, and then Arizona would suffer if we allowed her to get in. So we've got a lot of work ahead of us, but, you know, the establishment is clawing into the walls, trying to remain relevant in this, this age of a new Reagan revolution. Uh, you know, Ed Rollins put out a, uh, an op-ed in the, in the USA Today saying that there is a new Reagan revolution going on, when, and he was part of the original. He was the, Reagan's campaign manager, and he says, I'm the face of this new revolution. Believe me, when it, when it was Reagan's time, we are, we are young. We only got to experience that, you know, as, as kids. But it is happening now. The establishment didn't want Reagan. They didn't want people who supported Reagan. But the people did. And I think that's what's going to happen in 2018 as well. Last one for me. If you, you, know, you win, you're going to have a lot of stuff to, to vote on and decide. Uh, the government may shut down, which uh, the media likes to scare the you-know-what out of people, even though life will most likely go on. It's going to be tougher for our military. Uh, but the Democrats are willing to, it seems like, uh, protect or, or go fight for the rights of illegal aliens uh, versus making sure our military gets everything they need to keep us safe. Uh, what's your take? Do you think that the Republicans have the upper hand if the government is shut down, that the public will side with the Republicans? I think the Republicans should have the upper hand, and they should be controlling the messaging on this, because there is no DACA emergency. There is no reason to attach anything about DACA to uh, uh, funding the government. Of course, I'm a person that wants to shrink the size of government overall, and I think that continuing with these continuing resolutions makes it very difficult to do that. So we need to get back to a regular budgeting process and stop allowing the Democrats to manufacture crises that uh, are, are designed to force Republicans to bend to their progressive wishes. So, you know, if the government shuts down, uh, the essential services are still going to be provided, and the Democrats' fingerprints will be all over it. Uh, the, the Republicans have to be ready, though, because uh, the Democrats are great at controlling an emotional message and, uh, and trying to put everything over onto the, the, the GOP. Can't let it happen. We have to point out the truth. So, so we'll see. I, I, you know, I, I certainly hope they don't allow the Democrats to, um, to contemplate any kind of permanent solution for the DACA population until the border is secured. And um, and the wall is built. I hope so, too. I, I, I know Trump's the master brander, and he's doing a better job than the other people. The, you know, the leadership of the Republicans are oh, not yeah. good at giving the message. So, uh, Kelly, thank you so much. What, what's the website again where people can follow you and things like that? The website is kellyward.com. And, of course, there's a lot of conversation. We have huge engagement on social media. Kelly Ward, A-Z, Kelly with an I. So come over, you know, everybody come on, like the page. I've got a poll up talking about sanctuary cities. I'd love to have people vote in that poll. The article from The Hill discussing Jeff Flake and Martha McSally is, uh, is up on, on Twitter. Come on out and, uh, and be part of this exciting revolution that's happening and help us win in 2018. Very cool, Kelly. Thanks for the time this morning. I appreciate it. Thanks, Garrett. Take care. All right, uh, that is uh, Dr. Kelly Ward. Uh, again, if Martha ever wants to come on the show, she is more than welcome. As a matter of fact, I got a, somebody uh, clued me in on a thing, a message they left on Martha's Facebook page uh, condemning her for skipping the show, which I'll read because I find it to be funny. Well, you know, if you missed it, I'll play Martha cursing and stuff like that. It's coming up. KNST AIM 792 Tucson's most stimulating talk. If you push his button, he'll push yours. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Just suggestions. Thank you. Thank you. 743. 
How's it going? Three things I think you need to know on this Thursday. And by the way, there's like there's like a uh, 1A. We'll start with 1A. Beer Club for Men Tonight. I'll be at Mr. On's. Yes, 5 to 7. It's 4 to 8, the extended happy hour. I'm there 5 to 7. $2 beers, 5 to 6. Hope you can join me. We haven't had a beer club in a couple of months. I was sick last month. I'm somewhat sick now. Eh, we'll just see what happens. Have a drink and feel better. Thanks. That's my uh, official doctor Thanks. description. Thanks. I'm good. I'm okay. Get a nice bourbon. Thank you. Uh, so we have that. Okay. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, uh, Apple. Holy smokes. Apple, Apple, Apple. Uh, they are uh, bringing, they're investing $350 billion into America. And it's all because of the tax reform. It's all because of it. Uh, creating 20,000 jobs, bringing money back from overseas, paying $38 billion in taxes to do it, by the way. How fantastic is that? Uh, second thing that I think you need to know, let's do some more economy real fast. Uh, this is just coming out. U.S. jobless claims dropped to the lowest weekly tally since 1973. <whistles> People are finding jobs. Yep. Uh, companies are holding on to their employees because they're paying more. Hey, stay, stay, stay. Uh, how about that? Third thing I think you need to know, and this is a <clears throat> this is another uh, good one here. Again, Jeff Flake goes on the Senate floor yesterday in front of two senators, both Democrats. Two. Dick Durbin is one of them. Two senators. Nobody else gave a crap what he had to say. The media was there. That was his tryout for CNN and MSNBC. And man, he is friggin' boring. Again, the, the uh, Jeff Flake fiery speech attacking President Trump. Dude, there was nothing fiery at all about that. Can you imagine if there's an emergency? Nine one one. What's your emergency? Hi, this is uh, Jeff Flake, and uh, house is burning down right now. It's uh, it's. it's are, are you, sir? Are you okay? Oh yes. Why? Well, you don't seem like. You're in distress. Well, yes, the house is burning down. Okay, thank you. There you go. Three things I think you need to know. He, he was he was ridiculous. Uh, he's just a waste. There's nothing he's doing that's any good. Real quick, let's play uh, Martha McSally cursing if you missed it on uh, Tucker Carlson's show one nineteen. She's uh, and it was funny that the the media for the most part is referring. Uh, the bill. She's one of four people that co-wrote it, right? Because she wants to be uh, elected. They said, Martha, you're going to have to act like Trump for to get to win the election, so do this. And she she is really trying to remind the media she's part of the bill because they're calling it the good lap bill because it's a congressman that's involved in it and it's a good lap bill and it's a this one bill. And then she's like, yeah, I did it. I did it. It was my bill. I, I wrote it. I was there. Uh, where have you been, Martha? Anyway, uh, here she is cursing on uh, Tucker Carlson. Show. Here we go. I was I was moved when I heard Dick Durbin say there's lives hanging in the balance or something like that. And I was like moved like. to jump in and say the only lives that are hanging in the balance right now are those of our military. The men and women that are serving overseas, putting their lives in harm's way. There is a fake deadline created by the Democrats holding them hostage. And while our troops are over there uh, put, risking their lives for us, these guys are around excuse Whoa. my language trying to come up with some issue that's not even in a top 20 priority of the american people ovaries uh she said richarding by the way richarding richarding so she talks about ovaries she talks about richarding she's reeling into body she's into body parts 
And then she had the chance to go after uh, Flake. Well, let's do 120 real fast. 120, if you don't mind, Ryan. And then and then I got to read the response to one of her Facebook posts. A listener decided to share it. Uh, here we go. Listen to this. The yeah. Senate version, which is being supported, really driven by Lindsey Graham and Jeff Flake. Lindsey Graham said to someone I know recently, Jeff Flake will do whatever I tell him to do. Oh. Um, and a bunch of other Republican senators is very far from what you're proposing. It is. Can you win them to your side? We have to. Look, this we is a priority to. of the oh, American oh, people. And oh. we worked for four and a half months on this bill. There you go. So she let the whole thing go. And I'm going to put the video. I still I have to do it. I'm doing live radio. I'll put it on my page at canesty.com and on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Like it and follow it. Uh, and then you'll see it. She literally rolled her eyes. She rolled her eyes at that point when she brought it in. Tucker said Jeff Flake. She could have said, you know what, on Jeff Flake, it's terrible that he's condemning the, the president, wasting time. His bill is soft. It's weak. Nothing. Nothing. Because the same people that helped get Jeff in office are the ones helping her. So Yvonne is a listener. And she decided to comment on Martha McSally's Facebook page, and it popped up on mine, which I think is just hilarious. Uh, Martha McSally put um, on her Facebook page, McSally takes charge of White House meeting. In case you missed it, I engaged with President Trump, blah, blah, blah. It was all about that meeting, the, the, big, uh, the big show. So uh, the top comment, Yvonne, Martha, you're a flat-out liar. Everyone knows you don't support President Trump or his plans to secure our border and deport illegals. You should be ashamed exploiting your service in the military as well as as well, because real heroes do not brag about it. It's obvious you're being groomed as a puppet by Flake and McCain, as evident by your robotic tone, zero substance in your words. You were confirmed and scheduled to go on the air, KNST AM790 Radio, with host Garrett Lewis. Uh, you conveniently canceled just hours prior. I mean, they're calling her out. I just thank you for the support. I and many others see right through you and see right through your lies. I'd be willing to give you the benefit of doubt. I urge you to reschedule your appointment and go on the air on KNST AM790, Garrett Luce's radio show. There you go. Wow. So, uh, yeah, it's not just me. They got your back. Yeah, I, I appreciate it. Listen, I stick my neck out there sometimes. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, okay, Doug wants to come on a flake. Doug, welcome to KNST. Hello, Doug. Hello, Garrett. Hey, just real quick, um, doesn't our sitting senator realize that we have the right to free speech in America, that Donald Trump has the right to say what he wants to the press, just like the press has the right to say what they want about Donald Trump? You're right. So it's, it's kind of funny how uh, a senator, a sitting senator, makes such a stupid, ignorant speech in front of Two senators two who are obviously equally as stupid yep. and incompetent as he is. And you know what's funny is that he thinks Trump is, like, bad <laughs> and horrible <laughs> and mean. as a good point. Uh, and yet, and Trump has, you know, he calls him flaky. But if if anybody's been more nasty, it's been flake being more nasty to Donald Trump. I agree. I and mean, I, I refer to him as Jeff Fake. Well, I just kind of forget the L. I drop the L. There you go. Insane Jeff Flake. Did you hear what he talked about, about uh, what who Trump inspires, how insane he is? He said that he inspires dictators with his speech. You know, play 120. I want, I want uh, Doug to hear this. 120, real quick. This is a quick one. Yesterday in the Senate floor, here's, here's uh, insane Jeff Flake. Not only has the past year seen an American president borrow despotic language to refer to the free press, but it seems he has now, in turn, inspired dictators and authoritarians with his own language. That is reprehensible. We are not in a fake news era, as Bashar Assad says. 
We are, rather, in an era in which the authoritarian impulse is reasserting itself. Yes. Mm -hmm. To challenge free people and free societies everywhere. So Trump is inspiring dictators by calling out the fake news media. <laughs> yep, yep, there you go. Again, silent on Obama spying on AP reporters and James Rosen. But uh, thanks, Jeff. Thanks for playing. Hey, Doug, thank you, man. I appreciate it, brother. Thanks for listening. Thanks for chiming in. Have a good one. 751, we'll continue. We get back at 810. Oh, my goodness gracious. Um, we have to get to the economic news. Apple, the head of Chrysler, Fiat. Wait, wait to hear what they have to say. But we also need to get to the fake news awards. These were hilarious. What Trump, uh, Trump did, the fake news awards, he broke the internet. I tried to get on it right away. Broken. Because so many people wanted to see it. 751, we'll continue. KNST AM 792, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Hello. I'm still here. Uh, sorry if you missed it. It's your morning ritual. Me, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM 792, Tucson's most stimulating talk. If you missed it, I was at the emergency room with my... Um, my son, my five-year-old, from about 8 p.m. till about 2 in the morning, Tuesday into, into Wednesday. Uh, and uh, he had all of a sudden, his fever went from 100. I had to pick him up at, at daycare early. And his fever went uh, from 100.7 at about noon to 105 by 7.30. So I'm like, yeah, we're going to the hospital, this whole flu thing. 40-plus people in the emergency room. And they gave him every test in the book. Negative for the flu, but they she the doctor's like, ah, oh, he could have it in a couple days. Who knows? Hopefully he doesn't. She said, but we've also been seeing viruses that cause people's temperature to spike up like this. So it's common. I'm like, well, it sucks, but okay, thanks. That's where I was. I get all these emails and messages and Facebook and Twitter. Hey, what'd you do? Stub your toe? Oh, what's going on? Candle. Okay. Now I made you feel bad. Uh, three things <laughs> that I think you need to know. Number one, the economy is just uh, on fire right now. I mean, it of course, closed above 26,000 yesterday. Um, oh, wow. Hang on real quick. I'm looking up Marco Rubio. Uh, uh, I wonder what he's going to say about uh, the Flakester. I wonder. No, 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 no. It won't be on there. Don't worry. Uh, anyway, I'll get, I'll get to that. Um, now, the first thing I think you need to know is that the tax reform that uh, that Flake is not giving Trump any credit for is causing all kinds of jobs, bonuses, you name it. Apple. People thought Apple would never come to America. You can't do it. It's got to be China. Da, da. They're going to invest $350 billion into America over the next five years. Uh, 20,000 jobs, paying $38 billion in taxes this year to bring back the money from overseas. And I have the soundbite. I put the videos up, actually, at knst.com. I put them on my Facebook page as well. The CEO... Tim Cook, uh, four years ago, five years ago, was on uh, in D.C. being grilled by senators. Why aren't you bringing back your money? Why are you not doing this? Well, he said tax rates are too high. Look what happens when you lower the tax rates. I don't think anybody in leadership in Tucson understands that, but whatever. Um, second thing that I think you need to know, uh, this, this, is, this is absolutely fantastic. Jobless claims are now the lowest since 1973. But the media is talking about Trump being obese. Isn't that nice? Russia, Russia, Russia. Ignore the good stuff. Simple as that. Uh, third thing that I think you need to know, Jeff Flake goes on the Senate floor and just condemns Trump in a very boring, monotone way in front of two senators. Two. That's all that cared. Two. Both Democrats, two. That's it. That's it. You got to love it. 
He did compare the, the president to Stalin, which is, you know, it's normal, right? I mean, why not? What a dingleberry. Is he just insane? Trump derangement syndrome? Trump election derangement syndrome? The Ted's? Uh, the guy is not needed. When will the Arizona, by the way, when will the Arizona Republican Party censure him? They censured McCain a couple of years ago. When are they going to censure? Not like anything happens. They just call him out and say, you're a jerk, you're being an idiot, blah, blah, blah. Why don't they censure Jeff Flake? Why don't they call for him to step down? He's not doing anything that's benefiting Arizona. So we have that. Three things I think you need to know. Um, now, Jeff Flake, let's play one and then we'll get to the fake news stuff. This is this is just great. 121, Jeff Flake yesterday, because it all leads up to the fake news awards, by the way. Uh, Jeff Flake on the Senate floor yesterday uh, apparently goes after Trump right off right at the start. Here we go. Listen to this. It was a year in which an unrelenting daily assault on the constitutionally protected free speech was launched by the same White House. Doesn't he have free speech to do it? An assault that is as unprecedented as it is unwarranted. It's unwarranted. I mean, yeah, it's unwarranted. When they write all kinds of fake things about you, it's unwarranted. Again, I'll I'll tell you, he he had his new communications guy call me to say, don't, if I ever go on Garrett's show, I have him not ask me on any gay, gay stuff. Makes me uncomfortable. No gay stuff. Um... Now let's do 123. One more Jeff Flake. This is just awesome because he still doesn't get it. This is why people don't like you. 123, 123. Uh, He talks about the fake news awards. Here we go. Now we are told via Twitter that today the president intends to announce his choice for the, quote, most corrupt and dishonest media awards. It beggars belief that an American president would engage in such a spectacle. Oh, my goodness. But here we are. Yeah, here we are, baby. Um, Now let me ask you this. Remember when Brian Ross got it wrong about uh, Flynn and Trump going down, all this other stuff, the market dropped, everything? It was fake news. Just one example. Did Jeff Flake condemn Brian Ross and ABC News? Nope. It's just not warranted that Trump attacks these people. Really? So on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio, please like it and follow it because you get all kinds of cool stuff and we could talk. I linked up the uh, the fake news awards, who are the winners and stuff like that. And again, Trump broke the internet yesterday. As soon as he announced it, um, I got the tweet from him, and I clicked on it. Site was down because there were tens of millions of people dying to see. Even the people that hate Trump, the media themselves, can it be me? They wanted this. So many people uh, wanted to see it. It broke the server. Shut it down. So uh, the number one, here are the winners. Number one, the New York Times' Paul Krugman claimed on the day of Trump's historic landslide victory, the economy would never recover. (laughs) How's it going? Uh, Krugman, you dope. Uh, Number two, Brian Ross. I love it. He writes ABC News, and he put this up at GOP.com, by the way. ABC News' Brian Ross chokes, in caps, sends markets in a downward spiral with a false report about Trump and Russia and everything else. Yep. Number three, CNN falsely reported candidate Donald Trump and his son, Don Jr., had access to hacked documents from WikiLeaks. Yep. Uh, He put out a Fox News headline there. And he links up to every story, too, by the way, so you can see it yourself. Um, CNN botches dates, inaccurately reports Trump campaign had WikiLeaks sneak peek. There you go. Uh, Number four, Time Magazine falsely reported Trump removed a bust of Martin Luther King Jr. from the Oval Office because they want him to be racist. Yep, they falsely reported that. Uh, number five, Washington Post falsely reported President's 
Massive sold-out rally in Pensacola, Florida was empty. Remember that just a few months ago? Dishonest reporter showed a picture of empty Marie, uh, empty arena hours before crowds started pouring in. It's all fake news. And Jeff Flake's like, there is nothing, nothing we can do. Number six, remember, remember the uh, Koi Gate, CNN? Uh, they edited a video purposely to make it look like Trump tried to kill the koi fish by dumping the entire box of food in. They selectively edited out the part where the Japanese prime minister did the same thing. Koi, Trump just copied him. Koi gate. Koi gate, baby. <laughs> koi gate. Hey, those, those things eat ducks. I'm pretty sure they can eat a bunch of little <laughs> pieces of corn or something. Speaking of that, I was out yesterday, so I, uh, obviously I didn't talk to you about the, that ridiculous press conference the, that was held. And I, I thought it was great, though, the ridiculous questions for the president's doctor. And yeah, they couldn't believe it. And it just reminded me of something, a great analogy. So they're like, wait a second. He eats cheeseburgers from McDonald's. He eats KFC. How can his cholesterol be okay? How can he not be obese? How can he not have a... How is his heart health there? I mean, he's got to have a heart attack soon, right? He, how, can, how, can, how is this possible? They kept questioning the doctor. And in their own minds, you eat McDonald's burgers, you eat KFC, you're going to die. It's just like global warming in their own minds. If all of a sudden it's warm, they don't remember what happened last week or last year or five years ago. It's got to be because we're driving cars, burning oil. It's got to be because that's why. Of course, you know, you don't see a lot of global warming stories now, do you, with half the country frozen? I say most of the country frozen. Anyway, that's what what occurred to me. Um, Number seven, CNN falsely reported about Anthony Scaramucci's meeting with a Russian. They retracted it due to a significant breakdown in process. They had to fire uh, three employees or three employees resigned from CNN after that. Uh, number eight, Newsweek. I remember this falsely reported that the Polish first lady did not shake President Trump's hand. She did. They falsely reported that. Number nine, CNN falsely reported that FBI Director James Comey would dispute Trump's claim. He was told he is not under investigation. And they are screenshots. Anderson Cooper. Ready for this? Sources tell CNN Comey to testify. He never told Trump he was not under FBI investigation. Right below that, another screenshot from CNN with Anderson Cooper. Comey, colon, told Trump he was not under investigation. Uh, 10, New York Times falsely claimed on the front page that Trump administration had hidden a climate report. Uh, Washington posted a story following up. New York Times guilty of large screw-up on climate change story. And 11, and last but not least, Russia collusion. Russian collusion is perhaps the greatest hoax perpetrated on the American people. There is no collusion. And then he wrote, um, the media spent 90% of the time focused on negative coverage or fake news, economy, all, all, the, all the positive things, the uh, economy get, creating nearly 2 million jobs, $8 trillion in wealth, has been created as well since uh, the inauguration. African-Americans and Hispanics enjoying the lowest unemployment rate in recorded history. I mean, all this stuff, right? All this stuff. This is on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Like it and follow it and enjoy it. You like the fake news awards? They had no idea how it would be given out, things like that. I mean, it's brilliant doing to the GOP a website so you can click the red button that says contribute. It's true. It's true. Oh, you know what? Speaking of uh, support and stuff like that, CNN was shocked. They sat down with uh, some Democrats from in Ohio, Democrats from Ohio, and they want to know what these Democrats in Ohio thought of the job that Trump is doing. 
Wait until you hear. Then we'll get into the Apple stuff, the CEO, everything. Don't go anywhere. It's your morning ritual. With me, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Talk. 827, how about this? How about this? Going to be in the low to mid-70s today, first of all. Um, Mr. Ons tonight, Beer Club for Men. Oh, yeah, 5 to 7. I'll be there. The happy hour starts at 4. Get a spot early. Do the drinking I can't do. Why not? I have to wake up and work. Still get there at 3. Yeah. (laughs) I'm just saying. I have to go home and take care of children. Not like you don't. Maybe you don't. Anyway, 5 to 7. Great beer specials. $2 beers from 5 to 6, by the way. And other specials throughout the night. It's going to be uh, it's going to be fantastic. A lot of fun. A lot of fun, right? Uh and I get this. You know how we generally complain a lot. Well, not complain. I wouldn't say complain. That's the wrong word. Uh call out colleges for having the most ridiculous classes like at the U of A. We've made fun of the fact that they had uh, what was it uh uh werewolves and vampires in Eastern Europe or yes. something like that. You know? Unicorns. Well, and the pricing there may be some major college reform going on here in Arizona. Um, there's a bill that has been submitted, if that is correct. Mark Fincham is going to be in studio tomorrow morning at 710 to talk about that. Maybe we can get rid of this uh, fake classes. Huh? How about that? that? That's pretty big. We'll find out. There's, there's some, like, it looks like there could be some major college reform happening. All right. Um, the, uh, the Ohio soundbite, CNN. CNN decides that, you know, all right, Trump sucks, blah, blah. That's what they, that's what they pretty much do all the time, right? That's what they do all the time. It's a nice shot. And they have a bunch of people. It's a, it's a wide group of people, like a different variety of people, right? Um, young, older, this, that, black, white, blah, 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 male, female. They have all this stuff, right? All Democrats. They crossed over to vote for Trump, though. So they were asked, they're in Youngstown, Ohio, different occupations, different backgrounds, all this other stuff. So uh, CNN's Martin Savage sits down and he's like, like, all right, what do you think about year one with Trump? I mean, what what, what do you think? There's a machine shop worker, um, a student, a pastor, all this stuff. Uh, Listen to this. Here we go. Something that he said that really sticks with me is that he wants to give the power back to the American people. And that's something that I can certainly get behind. I'm with a pastor, a stay-at-home mom, a student, a machine shop worker, and a oh. union member. Oh. Democrats were raised in Democrat families who crossed over to vote Trump. We're one year. One year in. How's he doing? Fantastic. Phenomenal. Great. Better than I ever would have dreamt. <laughs> I, mean, I mean that sincerely. Really? Oh, yeah. Derek? Yeah. Yes, I yes, agree. Absolutely. Yes, he's doing wonderful. He's staying on task. Wow. They, I mean, well, we'll get more later, but that, I just wanted to give you a quick, quick little preview right there. Okay, that's pretty good stuff right there. No. All right, uh, there's more. The uh, the economy is literally booming. We don't get the field as much around here in Tucson because we're led by dopes. Again, Steve Kazachik said we don't need, uh, we don't need the uh, the Trump theology, as he called it, even though it's an ideology here. You know, we don't need winning. We don't need stuff that works. We don't need jobs and wealth. What a dope. So, uh, we don't need to play that again. Don't don't worry. Yeah, you know, it's we've done it. We've said it. I want you to hear. Let's do first. Um, you know, let's do the Chrysler Fiat CEO guy. Um, Sergio 
is his name. And it's number 134, Sergio Marchion. He's uh, now the CEO of Chrysler Fiat. Apparently back in 08, they decided, and he was not the CEO then, to move the manufacturing of the Ram truck down to Mexico. Well, now they're moving it back. He was asked about NAFTA, that kind of stuff. I want you to hear it. This is for the Flake fans out there. For Leah Marquez-Peterson. Oh, I have some more stuff on her tomorrow. Um, she's she's going to be the one running, it looks like. Maybe there'll be others. Who knows? Uh, for, for Martha McSally's vacated seat. Anyway, uh, listen to this. Here we go. You made the decision last week to announce that you were going to be going uh, to move Ram production, Ram heavy production, back to the United States from Mexico because of NAFTA. Um, is that an indication that you think NAFTA will be torn up or dramatically offered? I think it's unlikely, and I'm 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 not close enough to the negotiations, but I think it's it's unlikely that that some tweaking to the agreement will can be avoided. Yeah, something has to give. Something will happen. Something will happen. But I'm not sure it's going to impact cars and the move from Mexico or otherwise. I think we need to understand one thing. This the, the heavy duty truck was moved at least in Chrysler's. Uh, case was moved to Mexico in 2008. 90% plus of what gets produced out of Mexico gets sold in the United States. I think this notion of making a car which has got nearly 100% utilization in the United States is a bit bizarre. I think it should have never been moved. Wow. Repatriation of the heavy duty RAM was owed. We had to correct the mistake of 2008. We did it, we've done it now. We are working in an environment which is a lot more beneficial. Um, it's much more pro-business than it's been in a long time. The tax reform oh. is going to compensate some of the cost differential in building the car here as opposed to building it in Mexico. So we feel comfortable that we've now found sort of the economic framework within which to get this done. Wow, tax reform. We feel good. It's the economy. That's why we can move it and get it done. Oh, look at that. Look at that. And what does Jeff Flake do? He just goes up and tries to tear down Trump. Yep, uh, we got the Tim Cook stuff coming up. Wait till you hear this guy and how Apple didn't, they never thought they'd be able to move the money back. They're going to pay $38 billion in taxes uh, next oh, this year to move all their money back from overseas. A lot of money. Uh, look at that. And a, a major retailer is now making gender-neutral clothes, a clothing line for kids. Because why not? We'll get to all that. Don't go anywhere. 833 on KNST. We'll continue in about six. Here's Fox. Talk. Louder. 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 Hi. You jerk. 841. Mr. Ons tonight. Beer Club for Men. I'm going to be there. Will you? We have a lot to talk about, don't we? You think McSally's going to come up, uh, come up a couple of times? And the great thing about the Beer Club for Men, by the way is it's a bunch of like-minded people. You know, you get to go around, you don't have to worry about saying something that you might offend somewhere else or if you you care if you're any if you offend anybody, it doesn't matter, okay? Um you you literally go there and you get all kinds of great conversation, you meet new people, you drink some beer, you eat some food, all at Mr. Ons. Uh Oracle and Rudisil, I'll be there from five to seven. Uh the extended happy hour is four to eight. Uh let's let's uh, let's hang out. It'll be a fun time. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, uh Apple. We'll get to this. They decided because of the tax reform to bring back all their money from overseas. They're bringing it back. Uh, they're going to pay $38 billion to bring it all back. They have quite a bit of cash, huh? Uh, they're also going to put $350 billion into our economy. They're going to create 20,000 jobs. I mean, it's just incredible. We'll hear from the CEO coming up in just a minute. Second thing that I think you need to know 
Jobless claims are the lowest since 1973. Can you imagine if Obama was president and all this stuff was happening? The media, they'd be salivating. And if he did something that would cause this and make it work, great. Uh, lowest job claims since 1973. People, um, people have jobs. Companies are holding on to people. They're raising wages to keep them. Pretty cool stuff, huh? Third thing that I think you need to know is that uh, Jeff Flake got on his soapbox, got on the Senate floor in front of two senators. Two senators attended his little speech on the Senate floor. Uh, I guess there's 97 others that said, rather watch paint dry. And anyway, he uh, bashed Trump for 15 minutes, uh, attacking him for attacking the press because uh, he has he's suffering from Trump election derangement syndrome. Just ridiculous. Uh, and Martha McSally passed on the chance to condemn him last night on Tucker Carlson's show. Three things I think you need to know. All right, let's uh, let's get the uh, Tim Cook stuff, okay? Uh, let's start with the uh, the one that really does the good job of kind of wrapping it up, and then and then we'll play some more. Um, one thirty-two. This is with ABC News. Uh, Rebecca Jarvis. Uh, she starts out with a question for Tim Cook, and he answers it. Here we go. Without these policy changes, would you be able to announce today the creation of 20,000 new jobs? No, there are clearly, uh, let me be clear, there are, there are large parts of this that are a result of the tax reform, and there's large parts of this that we would have done in, in any situation. So it sounds like President Trump's tax bill has been a huge windfall for Apple. Well, we to, to, uh, there are two parts of tax bill, right? There's a corporate piece and an individual piece. I do believe the corporate tax side will, will result in uh, job creation and uh, a faster-growing economy. Wow. But Obama was the economic genius, right? Just print money with a stimulus. I've been saying it for weeks now, haven't I? He, you know, the stock market went up because he printed money, gave it to corporations, hoping that they would actually uh, spend that money by hiring people. But the corporations were like, we're going to hold on to this because regulations stink, taxes are high. We have no faith, no faith whatsoever in your version of, of an economy. Your policies stink. So they held on to it. This is real, actual growth. People, you know, people have the faith that good things are going to happen. Um, now let's let's go with uh, one thirty. One thirty. Tim Cook. This is more from the interview with ABC News. Um, how Apple's going to spend the money? Listen to this. Here we go. We'll make the largest uh, tax payment of its kind. Uh, to the U.S. government as a result of the repatriation uh, change, and uh, we'll spend $38 billion there, and I'm sure that will be used for, for purposes of jobs or infrastructure and, yeah. and so forth. And then, uh, you know, we're putting another site in the U.S. We're thrilled to announce that today. We're lifting the manufacturing fund that we created last year from $1 billion to $5 billion. Whoa! Uh, we're thrilled with what we've seen so far. These are businesses that we can help expand in the United States or set up operations for the first time in the U.S. Wow. But remember that years ago, they will never come to America. Not going to happen. No, 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 no. Funny when you have America first pro-business policies, right? I mean, literally, Trump is rewriting it. I mean, there will be a time when America forgets. Maybe it'll be 20 years from now. Who knows? And uh, they get somebody that doesn't want to have the same kind of common sense economic policies as Trump. But for a while, I mean, how? what can the Democrats run on? What, what, can, they, what can they do? What can they say? 
Trump's a racist. That's it. What can, and it's not true, but what, what, what can they do? How are your economic policies better than mine? Out of the, it, 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 he, and by the way, even the Republicans in the future, he is literally t- letting you know, this is how you get the economy going. This is, a, this is why we wanted a business person in there, right? All right, let's play one more. Uh, 131, Tim Cook. Uh, this is more from the ABC interview. Uh, no, 131, 131. Uh, this is what he, they, he talked about. This is all about uh, them wanting to bring money back. Now, just listen to the words that he says. They couldn't do it. Listen why. Here we go. We, we sell two-thirds of our uh, products, or two-thirds of our revenues come from international countries. And so we, we make uh, two-thirds of our profits or more outside the United States. And so what we've been uh, advocating for for a while is the ability to bring that back oh. without a huge penalty. We've always felt uh, very comfortable with paying a lot in taxes, just not a, just not a huge, huge amount. And... Uh, we, we like the, the, the repatriation uh, uh, agreement on the corporate tax side, and uh, we're going to bring the vast majority of it here and uh, do things like that you're sitting in right now in, in uh, this facility in Reno and uh, investing here, and we're investing in a lot of other places in the United States as well. Wow. You know, he told Obama, you got to lower corporate tax rates. He want us to bring this, you know, the money over. Told him. Obama didn't want to do it. Now, um, I want you to hear one more. Let's go back, let's go back in the time machine. Get in the DeLorean, fired up to 88 miles an hour. <laughs> exactly. Let's go back to 2013. Tim Cook uh, is being grilled by a Democratic senator uh, at a hearing. Carl Levin, Michigan. Back in 2013, when they were trying to pressure him to bring the money back that he's going to do now, they're comfortable paying $38 billion to bring their money back. Can you imagine that? They're, that's Because they're confident they're going to make that much more money and have the best, we have the best workers in the world. Uh, but Tim Cook had no plans to bring that back in 2013, and he was being just grilled about it. Listen to this. And so $100 billion plus is now stashed away in these three Irish companies that control, that you control, but nonetheless, it's in their legal name. And the question is, will you bring them home? You've told us in one place, I believe, Mr. Cook, that you do not intend to bring those monies home unless our tax rates are reduced. I believe that's what you told our staff. How dare you? Is that correct? You're not going to bring that money home unless we reduce our tax rates. Is that accurate as to what you told our staff? Senator, there's a lot there. I'd appreciate being able you, to You can, but I just want to ask you that one question. Is it true you <laughs> told our staff you're not bringing the $100 billion home unless we reduce our tax rates? Is that accurate? I don't remember saying that. Is it true? I said I don't remember saying that. No, it. I'm saying is it true that you're not going to bring them home unless we reduce our tax rates? Well, I have no current plan to bring them back. Because the rates are too high. tax rate. All right. Hey, I got a quick question. Yeah, How it. much would it have been if they had brought it back? Then? I'm not sure. I think it was I think it was like thirty five percent and they're making a one time payment of fifteen and a half percent. Huh. Nice. So you're saving quite a bit of money. Imagine what it would be if it's thirty eight billion. I mean you just it'd be probably close to hundred billion dollars. So anyway, let's continue. Sorry. It's okay. I have no current plan to bring them back at the current tax rate. All right. Is oh. that the same way as saying unless we retur- we reduce our tax rates, you're not Listen bringing this. home? Is that no, the same way? Uh, no, I don't think it's the same, oh, sir. How's it different? Your comment sounds like it's forever. 
and I'm not projecting what I'm going to do forever because I have no idea how the world may change. You're not, you, it's not your intent to bring him home unless we reduce our tax rates. Is that, is that correct? I have no current plan to do so at the current tax rates. Okay. There you go. And like, I'd be like, dude, you made this policy. Yeah. If you guys change it, I'll do it. You, you can't pressure me to bring this money back. You got your guys' policy chased it away. Well, Gary, you're not yeah. going to buy me lunch today. Exactly. Come on. Take out your money and give it to me. No. No, I'm not. Let me spend that for you. Yeah. We know what to do with it. I'm telling you, it's... It's incredible, right? I just the arrogance of these people, and they just again look how easy it was. Granted, wasn't that easy because he had still some swamp Republicans that wanted giveaways and freebies and other stuff that made literally made no sense and blah 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 blah. Um, they didn't know how much of the two hundred fifty-two billion dollars they have overseas they're going to bring back, but it'll be the vast majority. He said, "The vast majority." I mean, this is incredible stuff. Uh, Trump praised this on Twitter. Um, he was all over it. He thanked Apple as they should, as they should. But you heard him when he said two thirds of their their sales come from uh, across the world, not just America. But they still want to come back. They still want to come back. Uh, good for them. Still pissed off. My battery's dying. They're screwing up my iPhone six. <laughs> he talked about that. I didn't buy it anyway. Eight fifty two. Uh, we'll have more. There's a big story about illegal aliens that uh, an illegal alien. The, the, the media is not really covering, which is really gross. And they're doing it on purpose. We'll get to that. We've got to get to the uh, gender-neutral clothing and uh, more on those uh, those people from Ohio, the Democrats that love Trump. It's coming up. KNST AM 792 sounds most stimulating talk. Yes, yes, yes. 909. How are you? Everything good? It's Thursday. Sorry, I just saw a random name that Ryan put up on the screen. I'm like, wait, wait, what? Put like a name of a famous actress up there. Bridget Bardot? Yeah, I was like, that's not her calling in. <laughs> I didn't, we didn't arrange for that. Uh, so anyway, it is your morning ritual. Me, Garrett Lewis on KNST AM 790. Tucson's most stimulating talk. Uh, again, sorry that I am stuffed up. I'm on Robitussin. I'll go home and take some Sudafed. I know many people telling me that I need to like, you know, stick some ginger up my nose, hop on my left foot four times. Scream at the sky and it'll go away. It'll clear up, something like that. Just put on those sweet orange pants. It takes a special kind of guy to pull off those pants. Those pants are pretty sweet. Uh, but I will not be wearing those pants tonight at the Beer Club for Men at Mr. Ron's from 5 to 7. I'll be there from 5 to 7. Extended happy hour, though, uh, because we're huge at KNST. 4 to 8, you get great deals. 5 to 6, $2 beer. Mr. Ron's tonight. I'll be there. I hope you can join me as well. It's going to be a lot of fun. By the way, tomorrow morning, seven ten. Uh, some ki- some college reform might be happening here in Arizona. You know those stupid classes where it's like, you know, U of A, you can minor in hip-hop. What the hell does that get for you? Uh, you know, you do some stupid women's... You got, you know, they offer these stupid classes in gender studies or werewolves and vampires of Eastern Europe and whatever the hell. Um, will those be on the way out? Uh, Mark Fincham, State Rep. Mark Fincham has introduced a bill... That pretty much cracks down on all this stuff. There, it's a really cool. You might have, you know, we just had major tax reform. Might have some major college reform here in the state of Arizona. Seven ten tomorrow morning, right here on KNSTAM seven ninety. Um, now three things I think you need to know. Number one, the economy is booming. Apple, they said we're bringing, uh, we're going to invest three hundred fifty billion dollars into America. Matter of fact, the money we said we'd never bring back, we told Obama tax rates are too high. We're bringing it back. And we're going to pay $38 billion in tax to bring it back. 
We're going to create 20,000 jobs. Seriously, why can't we build a giant Apple wall? $38 billion? Let's use that money, build a damn wall. Anyway. Can you put Siri in it? You know what? Maybe. Why not? Can I get over this? Siri, can I jump the wall? Do you have citizenship papers? <laughs> anyway, so that's I have those videos of the uh, of Tim Cook saying all this stuff on my page at KNST.com. I'll put it on my Facebook page as well. Second thing that I think you need to know, this is more, more winning. Jobless claims in America down to the lowest level since 1973. Do you not feel good? Third thing that I think you need to know, Jeff Flake loses his mind once again, gives a speech on the Senate floor. Talk about wasteful spending, right? Wasting our taxpayer dollars to do this on the Senate floor uh, to try out audition for CNN and MSNBC ripping Trump. And there were a whopping two senators in attendance. Imagine how bad he might mean, You know, he looks up. And he put this out there, I'm going to do this speech, blah, 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 blah. Uh, even the ones boycotting the State of the Union, or <laughs> they didn't even show up to watch him. Uh, I'm going to do this big speech, and he looks up, and he's got a, an audience of two. Three things I think you need to know. So, um, I, want to, uh, I, want, I want you to feel good again, because that's what we do here. Sometimes. Sometimes we gross you out, but sometimes we make you feel good. Uh, I got to put this whole, I will put this video on my page at KNST.com, then I'll tweet it out on Facebook and everything, okay? This is pretty cool. CNN went to Youngstown, Ohio to talk to Democrats that flipped and voted for Trump. And they wanted to know what they thought of Trump, the job he's doing. Now, again, you hear the media, he's the worst, he's terrible. There's going to be a, there's going to be a big, gigantic, slide a big Republicans are in trouble come November. It's going to be a democratic landslide. All this other other stuff. Listen to Democrats in Ohio. Talk about Trump. We're going to pause it for reaction. Listen to this. Here we go. Anywhere you look in Youngstown are reminders of what's been lost. Factories, jobs, the city's population is down by almost two thirds from the 1950s. The economy wasn't just disappearing here. So is a way of life. And I realized that uh, the core foundation country is slipping away i mean it got to a point where i did not like the direction that my country was going oh the answer for many was donald trump in 2016 according to the mahoning county board of elections approximately 7,000 registered democrats switch parties to become republicans he said he's gonna make america first and he's gonna bring jobs by the way did you hear the tone of his voice they're going to be republicans republicans Exactly. So bad. And let me let me describe the okay, he's gonna he's talking to five people. Uh two white guys, two middle-aged white guys, one probably in his fifties, one in his forties, uh, a retired white woman, a black young college student, female, and a black uh man probably in his forties, a pastor. Now, not exactly what you think about when you hear, you know, when you think of Trump voters from the media's perspective, right? All right, let's continue. He said he's going to make America first and he's going to bring jobs back. Donald Trump says you're in lousy trade deals. We fix that. The jobs can come back. Something that he said that really sticks with me is that he wants to give the power back to the American people. And that's something that I can certainly get behind. 
I'm with a pastor, a stay-at-home mom, a student, a machine shop worker, and a union member. Democrats or raised in Democrat families who crossed over to vote Trump. We're one year. One year in. How's he doing? Fantastic. Phenomenal. Great. Better than I ever would have dreamt. I mean, that sincerely. Really? Oh, yeah. Derek? Yeah. Yes, I yes, agree. Absolutely. Yes, he's doing wonderful. He's staying on task. We start with a hot-button topic of the moment. How big an issue to all of you is immigration? Huge. Huge. Really? Absolutely. Yeah. In really? Youngstown, Ohio. Absolutely. You like that? In Youngstown, Ohio, what, are there no illegal aliens there, CNN guy? This is why you're fake news. They're in every state of the country. Even immigrate. Really? But you're a young black college student. How can you be against illegal immigration? I just don't get it. I, I mean, come on. And you're all Democrats. Come on. This, this, there's not going to be a... I mean, I, I could be wrong. But in my gut, I really don't think there's going to be a landslide. I think that they're going to... Every, people are going to do just... The Republicans, and there are a lot of them that suck, by the way. Uh, but I think they're going to they're gonna hold on to a, a lot of their seats. Maybe not here in Tucson. Uh, because Leah Marquez-Peterson will not make people want to go vote. But anyway, let's continue. Here we go. Huge. Huge. Really? Absolutely. Yeah. In Youngstown, Ohio. Absolutely. And as far as I'm concerned, they're stealing jobs of rightful citizens. It's also about something else Trump voters say is important. Rules and respect. Um, I feel like when people come here illegally, that's just very disrespectful. You don't respect our laws, and you shouldn't be able to come here freewheeling like that. A year later, they all still want the wall. As for the president's inflammatory tweets and speech, Gino says he used to cringe, not anymore. So you don't cringe anymore because you've grown numb to it? or No, not, not numb at all. But I know what he's done. <laughs> and I, I'm, I'm starting to get an inkling why he uses Twitter in the way he does. Yeah. Because if all he had to rely on is what people say about him, oh my God, I might not like the guy. <laughs> but I love the guy. I love the job he's doing. Pause it. Can you imagine what the CNN guy was thinking at that point? He's like, oh, are they, they going to unload on me? Yay, tweets, because you guys at CNN lie about everything with your fake news. <laughs> and then he basically said it without naming CNN. That's basically what that guy was implying. They know it. Let's continue. Justice met Trump at a rally and Young says he's college, not a racist. He was just the nicest person, and um, he, if he was a racist, as everyone um, paints him out to be, he could have just walked right past me and not even said a word. What about the lies? Well, let me ask you this. Do you think he is a liar? Do I think he's lied? No. Do I think he's fallen short in some of his goals? We all do. Economically, they say things aren't getting better. The stock market and their home values are up. Industries are booming um, everywhere I'm, I've, I've seen. I look around here, I don't see a boom. Well, uh, in this area, no, but I, I feel like uh, there's small businesses that are starting to pick up. Derek says Trump's tax reform will fuel the recovery. If you expand your business in the inner city, so then my community will benefit from this tax cut. Do you think the media gives the president a fair shake? Oh boy. I don't think so at all. <laughs> no. One year later, these voters couldn't be happier. Whoa. They see achievement. They Most of all, they see a president like them. And he's like tenacious sometimes and says stuff off the cuff like we do, like real Americans do. You know, we're not perfect. I'm tired of suave. I'm tired of polished. I'm tired yep. of the teleprompter. You know, I am. I, I want my country back. Martin Savage, CNN, <laughs> Youngstown, Ohio. You know, is he the... Was, I know he's not the guy, but he sounds like the voice at the beginning of Anchorman. He has a voice that would make a Wolverine purr. 
Why are you looking at me that way? Haven't seen it. So you have Democrats praising the you-know-what out of them, lifelong Democrats. Jeff Flake can't say a damn nice thing about Trump because <laughs> he's deranged. He puts illegal aliens first. That's what it comes down to. By the way, I just put that video up on my page at KNST.com. Uh, man, oh, man, oh, man. 880-KNST, 880-5678. You can react to this. I have a lot to get to as well. Some more flake sound bites. Uh, I will get to your call. It's been waiting a while. Is this still there? You sure? You're positive. All right, fine. Fine. Uh, We'll get to, um, we'll get to the story about illegal aliens as well. It's a lot of things. A lot of stuff in the hopper. Doc, thanks for waiting. Welcome to KNST. Hi. Hi, how are you doing? Good. Good. I wanted to just bring up a, a brief subject that was uh, on the program yesterday, if I remember correctly, with your guest host. Sure. And he was playing uh, part of this speech that Jeff Flake was giving. And in that, Jeff Flake was worried about other countries where reporters are in prison yes. for, for, quote, telling the truth. And he said... Our president is a very poor example here about all this fake news and all this kind of stuff. So my question is, why doesn't Jeff and all of these other people that feel so bad about the words fake news, why don't they try to encourage the press to tell the truth and be a good example to these guys that are actually being arrested for telling the truth in these other countries? You know, that's a great, great comment. You know, why why doesn't he do that? One, he's a hypocrite. Two, he really doesn't want the truth to be known about Trump because he hates him. I agree. I I guess that that really kind of answers the question, right? Do you know why? Well, I think so because they obfuscate all of this stuff all the time and want to throw it onto somebody else. In this case, it's Trump. And we Republicans who are all the heathen of the world now, you know, but I just really, uh, I, I thought that was a amazing that he could even say stuff like that when he knows that the examples are not Trump because it's the press. Well, anyway, yeah. this is my first call to you. Well, thank you. And and uh, I really do enjoy your show when I'm able to listen in the morning. Well, thank you so much, Doc. I appreciate it. And uh, feel free to chime in. You're intelligent. I appreciate All it. All right. Get better. Thank you. I'm trying. Thank you very much. <laughs> you try a lot harder. Sound more nasal than I normally do. It's not my fault. I don't think that's what he was referring to. Oh, is that? Well, thanks. He could have said get bent. Could have been. Could have. You know. Um, I, you know, I'll play that soundbite that Flake said, what he's talking about. Get better. Because he named some dictators and stuff like that. But Flake, he, he, did, he uh, neglected to mention one country in particular. A very free country. Did he, you know what free country is trying to ban fake news? Uh, I'll get that to you coming up as well. Don't you go anywhere. We have a lot to do. Uh, back in 5, 922 KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Being talk. 928. Like me on and follow me on Facebook, facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Uh, and uh, on Twitter, follow me at Garrett Lewis. I'm about to stick the uh, McSally cursing stuff up there. She's trying to really, really sound tough. You. Yeah. Uh, which Martha... Do we get uh, anyway? She will never. I guarantee she will never. She had, has ever a uh, person ever gotten back to you? No, nothing. Email him again. Email the chick again. Not now. You do it after the show. Don't tell me what to do. And see you. Because <laughs> we're playing sound bites now. We'll see what we can do. Anyway, um, low to mid seventies for a high today. Uh, mid to upper seventies tomorrow, and then we're in the fifties for a high Saturday and Sunday. Sixties next week. So it'll get cool again, which is nice. Um, let's play one twenty-seven first. One twenty-seven. Jeff Flake yesterday. 
On the floor, this is what the last caller was talking about. Listen to this. Here we go. Quote, in February, Syrian President Bashar Assad brushed off an Amnesty International report that some 13,000 people had been killed in one of his military prisons by saying, you can forge anything these days. We're living in a fake news era. In the Philippines, oh, President yeah. Rodrigo Trump's Duterte like guys. has complained of being demonized by fake news. Mm. Last month, the report continues, with our president, quote, laughing by his side, Duterte called reporters spies. In July, Venezuelan oh. President Nicolas Maduro complained to the Russian, uh, the Russian propaganda outlet that the world media has spread lots of false versions, lots of lies about his country, adding, this is what we call fake news today, isn't it? Ooh. There are more. A state official in Myanmar recently said Myanmar. there is no such thing as Rohingya. It is fake news. He was referring to the persecuted ethnic group. Leaders in Singapore, a country known for restricting free speech, yes. have promised fake news legislation in the next year. And on and on and on. Really? There's no such thing as a conservative Jeff Flake. Mm-hmm. I wonder if Jeff Flake would attack the Republicans that think that fake news really exists as well. Like Bob Corker even admitted it. Yeah, there's a lot of fake news. And he and Trump don't like each other. What do you think about him there, Jeff? Um, I got a great email. I'll tell you about the country that's actually trying to ban fake news. But Jeff didn't bring them up. huh? Uh, I got this great email, though. Jeffy is so concerned about reporters in other countries being in jail. And yet he visits Cuba 17 times. Supporting one of the most oppressive regimes in the world where, where there is no free press. What a hypocrite. It's true. This was a jo- All this was, it's to, to appease his own ego and to try to get a job at a network. Because what did we look it up? He's actually, his net worth is not over a million dollars. He's not one of these senators that got in there somehow, somehow and is worth like 70 million bucks <laughs> afterwards. Um, his net worth is somewhere, I think, in the neighborhood of like 600 grand. So he needs a job. And that's why he's doing this. He needs a job. Uh, the country, by the way, that Jeff Flake left out, that is uh, the, the president of this country is trying to uh, trying to ban fake news, is France. France. Macron, who is a big-time lib. He is the boy wonder of France. Oh, when Trump was elected, Macron, hey, he's going to stick in the chair. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, right. France is trying to outlaw fake news. Why didn't Jeff bring that up? Is, is, oh, because is Macron, is he not, he's not one of those dictators? Uh, the French president, Emmanuel Macron, ordered a law to quash false information disseminated around electoral campaigns. Yep. So he is doing that in France. Trump is not banning fake news. He's calling it what it is. Fake news. That's it. And again, Jeff Flake didn't go after Obama when Obama was caught spying on AP reporters and his DOJ did that and spying on James Rosen, who was working for Fox News at the time. Nothing. It's called a hypocrite. Yeah, Trump, uh, he's inspiring dictators and stuff like that. Uh, he talked about uh, the president's ignoring the Russian threats. They tried to do this, blah, blah, blah. Not once did he say anything about Hillary's relationship with Russia and uranium one. Hey, what about Obama laughing at the at the uh, the question? What was the biggest threat when Romney and he were having a? Oh debate? yeah, when he said Russia and he started laughing. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I, I'll never forget that. Yeah, I'll never forget that. Yeah, whatever. Good notes. Good call. It's a good call. 
That was a that was a job audition. Is what that was yesterday. Again, in front of two senators. It's always in attendance. Was two senators. And at the end of it, he's like, "I want to thank uh, you, you know, people here, for witnessing this." <laughs> Dope. What was their response? <laughs> so that's the thing. You are a boring man. Like you know, we really can you imagine the people on MSNBC and CNN? Like we love that he hates Trump and bashes him, but he's so boring to watch. I mean, you just he's just he's terrible. What do we do? What a dilemma. Mike, welcome to KNST. Hi. Hi. How are you feeling? Uh, a little stuffed up, but okay. Thank you for asking. Good. Glad to have you back. Thank you, man. I was just remarking. I can't tell from that speech if he was condemning. Uh, all the fake news, if he was actually bragging about it or if he was just mentioning it for whatever reason to just uh, hear his voice. You know, I, I get he was just doing his best to basically paint the picture as Trump is these kinds of dictators. But he wouldn't call the, you know, France is a free country. He wouldn't call the French president a dictator, so he conveniently left that out. So Jeff, Jeff Flake did fake news himself. Yeah. And there's some stuff going on in Britain that I can't remember uh, right now that's kind of disturbing. But, uh, yeah, he didn't say anything about them. Well, what is that? I don't, I don't know what that is. What about I Britain? don't remember. It was something a, lo- a while back I read, and it, it, um, it got kind of shuffled away with everything else that was going on. But, yeah, something in, in uh, Britain or Germany, they're doing something about this, and it's, it's not good. Oh, about, it's, about it's fake very news? disturbing. About fake news? Yeah, well, fake news and censoring the yeah. internet and the whole thing. Oh, well, uh, you know, I can just tell you this: in in Britain, we talked about this a couple of days ago. Uh, they they are doing fake medicine because, again, they don't want to offend they don't want to they don't want to offend anybody that is a transgender uh, woman, which is a man that believes is a woman. They are eligible right. to get the uh, the Pap smear or whatever, you know, the smear tests, the cerv- know, cervical smear. Yeah, the cervical. Here. Yeah, so they do they do fake smear tests to make sure people don't get upset, and we do, and also fake news. So there you go. Uh, too much, Mike. Thank you, man. I appreciate it, buddy. Take care. You too, and uh, thank you for uh, the well wishes about the stuffed up nose. And I apologize for it. Not my fault. Um, Nine thirty five now on KNST AM seven ninety. We'll do the uh, gender neutral clothing. Who do you think's making gender neutral clothing for children? By the way. Get to that, and then the story about the illegal alien that should be a major major story. But it's being ignored by most networks. We'll get to that coming up. Here's the latest from Fox. It is 944. Thank you for hanging out. Three things I'm late that I think you need to know. Uh-oh. That's one of them. Not for that. Thank you. Done with that. Uh, number one, the economy is booming. Apple is going to spend $350 billion over five years in America, creating 20,000 jobs. They're going to pay $38 billion to bring a good chunk of their $252 billion they have in cash overseas. Uh, they're doing it. And, and Tim Cook, Said it's because the tax rate was lowered. Tax reform. It's going to just, you know, be a big boost to the economy. Uh, videos are on my page at KNST.com. I'll put it on my Facebook page as well. That's good stuff. Second thing I think you need to know, and this is huge too, more winning in the economy. That will be ignored by the media. Jobless claims lowest since 1973. So when the, uh, the government may shut down, and 88% of the government still runs, by the way. Uh, but the military... Uh, may not get everything they need while the government is shut down. They get enough, they get some, but not everything, right? Um, I think Republicans have the upper hand. We're doing everything right. The economy's booming. We want to protect the military by funding the government. The Democrats want to protect illegal aliens. Who Whose side are you on? I mean, it's not good. Not good for the Dems. Third thing I think you need to know, Jeff Flake has lost his mind. I'm not even putting up the video on my page at KNST.com, uh, but he spent 15 minutes 
auditioning for CNN and MSNBC, ripping the president, claiming that he is inspiring dictators to say fake news, comparing him to Stalin and things like that. I mean, what a dope. Never went after Obama, though, when Obama spied on James Rosen and AP reporters. So a uh, little bit of a hypocrite there. And it's true. And the emails hypocrite, you know, Cuba, they don't have the free press, but he went to uh, Cuba quite a bit to try to make some deals there, didn't he? Dope. Uh, three things I think you need to know. This just came across, by the way, and I actually uh, tweeted this to that wacko Dr. Randy Freeze, who's a state lawmaker, and he wants to be, and he was thinking of running for Congress. I don't think he is now. We had him on the show uh, because he, he sent out a press release saying, Trump took us out of the Paris Climate Accord. I want every local uh, city, I want every state to abide by it. We have to. We can get rid of, we can, uh, we can overcome Trump by doing that. And I quizzed him about what was actually in it and how it was just wealth redistribution. Uh, we were the ones paying for everybody. We were giving our money to third world countries. China wasn't, didn't have to do anything until 2030. Uh, the UN set this up to where you monitored yourself. Yourself. So you can report whatever you, you want. What kind of pollution did we do? Just a very little. Here you go. It was dumb. So now there's a story. Agents France Press has this. You ready for this one? Worst case global warming scenarios, not credible, according to a study. Uh-oh. Earth's surface will almost certainly not warm up 4 or 5 degrees Celsius by 2100, according to a study released, which if correct... Void's worst case UN climate change predictions. Oh no. It was in the journal Nature, by the way, the published in the journal Nature. A revised calculation of how greenhouse gases drive up the planet's temperature reduces the range of possible end of century outcomes by more than half, researchers said in this report. Our study all but rules out very low and very high climate sensitivities. So it's going to be about the same, huh? That's from Peter Cox, professor at the University of Exeter. He's a lead author. So I tweeted this at that uh, crazy guy. I said, you can come on the show and talk about this. You want us to pay billions of dollars, lose millions of jobs on junk science. It's scary when people think emotionally instead of with facts. And that guy's a surgeon too, that Dr. Randy Freeze. They want to rethink that too. So that's pretty cool. Right? Um... Didn't the Obama administration jail an independent filmmaker and journalist during the Benghazi cover-up? I don't know if he was a uh, journalist, but he was a filmmaker. He made a film. Yeah, some guy made a film. And they blamed it on him. That, yep, yep. Where is Jeff Flake outspoken about that? Great email. Thank you very much. Uh, so, Oh, that was the... Uh, I, I saw that on uh, YouTube. That was very bad. Yeah, well, they blamed him for it, and he had nothing to do with it. So uh, way to go, you know, Jeff Flake, standing up for the innocent people of the world. Anyway, um, now, there's this uh, illegal immigration, uh, you know, uh, this legal alien. You hear about this guy out in uh, Sacramento? In the courtroom, this man, uh, this illegal alien named Louis Bracamontes killed two deputies in 2014. This is in Sacramento now, right? He's sitting there. Um, apparently, he just started yelling at the judge. He said there was no need to prove all this bleep. The judge said, be silent. And he said, I want to effing plead to this and he said i killed effing cops they're effing dead i don't effing regret that and then he told the judge he was going to break out of of prison and go kill more of them in california he did this in sacramento yet yet they still want to be a sanctuary state 
They're so stupid. So just up the road from Sacramento is San Francisco. There's a story in the San Francisco Chronicle. Bay Area police unlikely to help ICE on immigration sweeps. I wonder what those guys feel. You know, two deputies killed in line of duty, fellow, fellow law enforcement. And, um, you know, I bet you the rank and file wouldn't mind helping, but the ones up top, the chief and everybody else, they will not, um, they will not help the feds when it comes to sweeps, they said. They most likely will not. And apparently the mayor of, I think it's, uh, I want to say Oakland, willing to go to jail. Yes. Willing to be jailed to defend sanctuary. Are you kidding me? Then there's another story from California where they want to, you know, defend all the illegals and protect them. Daily Mail. California man suspected of stabbing a fellow diner last month is an illegal immigrant. He was deported previously seven times. Seven times. He brutally stabbed a fellow diner in the neck at Lola Supermarket in Santa Rosa. Seven times deported. Yep. Seven times. And that other guy, why is this not everywhere? Some illegal alien yells in the courtroom to the judge, I killed those cops. I, I you know, sends me to jail so I can break out and kill more of that mofos, he said. I want to kill more of those mofos, the MFers. That's a big deal, but the media will not show that because why? The Dems are trying to get amnesty for the DACA illegal aliens. That won't really help the cause now, will it? And if they're willing to shut down the government to protect illegal aliens, and then the rest of the country hears about this story about the guy from California, they're going to lose the PR battle, which I think they're going to lose anyway, by the way. It's insanity, isn't it? All right, uh, 9.52. Don't forget, uh, I'm going to be at uh, Mr. Ons tonight. Five to seven beer club for men. I hope you can join me tomorrow morning, seven ten. Going to have a state rep Mark Fincham. He's introduced. He's introduced a bill. Uh, could have some major college, major university reform here. Those dumb classes that don't lead to jobs. Could they be going away? He's going to explain all of that stuff. And as long as I have time, and I think I should, the gender neutral clothing coming up in about four minutes. Gender neutral clothing line for kids. KNST AIM 792 sounds most stimulating talk. You know, uh, when your car starts making noises, you know something's wrong. If you ignore it, you turn up the radio, and I'm cool with the radio being turned up. The, you know, the longer you ignore these things, the more it is going to cost you, right? Amco Complete Car uh, car Care Centers. There's two in town in Tucson, both owned by the same Tucson family, right? The same Tucson family, and it's complete car care. So maybe your air conditioner is making this weird rattling noise, and we'll be at triple digits before you know it. Uh, maybe your brakes are squeaking. Is it the rotors? Is it the brakes? It starts out one way. It starts getting worse. It can mess up your tires. If you just sit back and try to ignore it, it's going to cost you more money. But that's where Amco comes in, right? They can help you get financing for a limited time. You can get your car or truck fixed very quickly at Amco right here in Tucson and pay it back slowly because they're offering six months interest free financing. So whether it's your transmission, your air conditioning, your brakes, whatever needs fixing in your car, get to Amco two in town. Ina and Thornydale, Golf Links at Cobe. Go to AmcoTucson.com for more information or call 1-800-GO-AMCO. Double A? Ha ha ha! MCO!